regular season sportscast with your boy BXL. H-O-G. Stay tuned. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. Yeah, this is Chris Seaton. And this is Smooth Blackman. And we are the NYWK. And you're listening to the TRSS. <laughs> the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. It's your girl's favorite artist, Josie's Boy, and you are listening to the regular season sportscast. You jabroni. Welcome to Raw is the regular season sportscast. What a groove. It's a celebration, bitches. That's right, everyone. It's season to be warm here in NYC. Season to be warm that we're almost in the 70s. Speaking of 70s, the host with the most, the man with the brand, TRSS owned. Your boy Jay Santee has hit 75 episodes, man. That's, that's something I would have never thought was coming, man. Seventy-fifth episode. Well, you guys have been here for the longest ride. Make sure you're still taking your psych medications because that's ridiculous. Cut that shit out. Seventy-five episodes, man. That's crazy. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yo, I know people who just started their podcast maybe a few months ago, two or three months ago, and they're only up to three. Yeah, and we're here every week. Doing 75 episodes. Jesus. I need, I need something more to do with my life. I mean, honestly. Oh my God. I need something. I need to do something more. This is just, it's remarkable. But I gotta tell you, this is, it's one for the ages, man. Like I, I was, I was piecing together this episode little by little, trying to figure out what is it that I wanted to do and, how I was going to get this structured and who was going to be on and if I was going to have people on or, or whatever. But I think I'm going to save like the roundabout way of all that to basically when we march our way to 100, which we'll get to, we're going to get there. If you people come together and show that we can unite and bring forth the regular season sports cast, we too can push forward and become the best known podcast for sports related issues all around. So please stand forth and put together your support for not only the TRSS family, but also Obama. 75 episodes deep, man. We really, you know, I gotta thank everybody. I gotta especially thank rageworks.net for being able to put this show up front, man. It's, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's a long run and I'll, I'll get to that business in a minute as well. But before I continue, Welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sports cast. I'm your host, Jay the Red Santi, and I'm here to bring to you another, another 
episode. Like I said, 75 episodes down the ping. Look at that. People are, are hitting me up because they want to celebrate the 75 episodes with me. Mm, no. Yeah. Um, honestly, like it's, it's one of those things that you don't think about it until it's happening. And, and it's, and it's funny because Josie's boy, he never thinks about it. Josie's boy, call me Make sure you check him out there. He never thinks about numbers. He never puts it, you know, he just, you know, he puts it to the side as it just, it's just, it's just a thing that it's, it, it just puts a label on something. But for me, I, I see it as putting together the, like, the, 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 just to show everyone work ethic. And that's what it takes, like, just to keep pushing forward and working and putting, putting all things in line. And I, and with that, I gotta, I, I gotta say that T, TRSSpodcast.com, you know, get it. It, it, you guys can know f- for from here and for how, as long as we can go that it's going to be there every week if we can because even you know in, in, in this time where people need vacation but if i i'm pushing forward that so far we've been consistent even if we missed a week or two we were able to still provide something to give you like whatever whatever we could put out there you know it's it's consistent not only from here but like i said from rageworks.net uh, the, the varying issues, uh, call me when it's over, black is new black, all these, all these shows, man. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of context. So make sure you check the, you know, check the site out, rageworks.net. Also check us out on all our social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook, the like and the group page. Like page is, has all our videos and pictures. The group page is more of a, uh, speaking forum where everybody can share their ideas and such. So be sure you check us out on there as well as on Instagram at regular season sports. Check us out on Twitter at the Twitter at the Twitter Twitter RWJ Santi as well as on whew, YouTube at the regular season sports. So yeah, basically, uh, this, this week is a culmination of just a lot of stuff and had a big guest that stopped by to, to be interviewed this week. It, it got him on the offshoot. Uh, it's friend of the show. He's been on before and I thought it was about time that he made a return. I got a uh, house of glories. Hefe, the boss, the man himself, Mr. Brian XL coming in the building, sitting in with us, chopping up, just doing a recap of his, 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 uh, last visit came in, still an iTunes topper, you know, check it out, you know, the boss of bosses, check out that episode as well. You guys can catch up on it there. And, uh, yeah, we just came in, he just came in chopping up, see how, you know, see how's everything going about with House of Glory. How TRSS and House of Glory could possibly, possibly, let's see if we can finally get some, some business going on between us, man. This is a long time coming. So, uh, check out some surprises that's going to be on that interview as well. Also, so just, just, you know, sitting here and thinking about the 75 episodes already down the line, you know, we had some fallouts. We had some, some comebacks. We had some fun times. We, 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 we culminated everything all together. You know, with the, with the, with the listeners and, and people who, who provide such content to give us such as sports and everybody who's, who's participated in, in coming in and sharing their personal lives as well as their, 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 their views and such of sports and just anything relevant. Cause, you know, like I said, I've always wanted to have this show to be as though we're in a, in a barbershop or, you know, we're in, in the crib chilling. This, that's, that's just the way I, the thought I want to have it. It's like when I'm, when I'm talking to you guys, it's like if you guys are in the same room with me, except you can't respond to me back. But so basically it's just like I'm talking to myself. And I, I really need to probably partake in some psych medications myself. 
But in any case, the the show is how it developed. And you know, if you guys listen, if you guys listen to episode seventy four, we um, it's very venomous. You know, Josie Boy stopped in. You know, he 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 co-hosted with me, and it was, I gotta say, like. It is what it is. It, it was. It was honest. It was pure, straight from the heart, and it was. It, it, it's. It, it's a testament to our dedication to why we do the show. And there's no, there's no, you know, taking back what we said because honestly, there's nothing to be said to, to be taken back. It's real, you know. And and to kick off the open salvo for us this week, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about the business aspect. But you know, I I had I had people hit me up and you know people messaging me like, yo. Son, that was probably like the most illest episode y'all had. Yo, y'all, y'all left everything on the table. And that's what we wanted to do. That's what generally what it was. We wanted to sit there and let everybody know that not only for our sake, but for everybody who has a stake in their own lives, their own businesses, whatever it is that they do, that you don't, you don't come in and then feel as though that you could, you know, ruffle, you know, rustle around in what we do and then you know, feel the need that you, you just say, listen, you know, the door's always going to be open swinging. And it's like, no, you know, that's not how things work. You know, and there was, there was a few individuals who, who were rubbed the wrong way. And, you know, I had to have a conversation with them and explain to them. I said, listen, you know, it's, it's, it's all about execution and how you put things together. And the same could be said for me. Like I said in the last episode, I, you know, Rageworks, you know, they're, 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 they've, they've been, they've been my lifeblood for, for me to be creative for the past five years, be it my writing, be it my sharing of experiences, be it this podcast. You know, and at the end of the day, you know, Sirius XM or podcast one or whoever would want to come in and say, Hey, we like you. We want you to come on board with us. And I'll be like, cool. If that would ever happen, you know, what, you know, whatever powers that be to make it happen. But if, you know, that does occur, you know, I know Rich and the family would be like, yo, Great, great job, Jay. But you know, at the end of the day, that door, that door kind of closes, man. That rage works. You know, I, you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, my whole, my whole aspect would be like bring the family with me. That's what you would want. Or you know, that takes time and building. But there's some individuals who just feel like, yo, you know, you did it. You do a, a episode here and there, and then you, you branch out and you feel as though like, oh, okay, so you know, I, I, I could do this. And I go, hey, more power to you. Good luck. Yeah, just please don't, uh, please, you know, don't, don't take any offense. Well, you, you take offense if it doesn't really matter to me. But at the end of the day, <sighs> yeah, fly, my little birdies, fly. But I could, I, I, I digress because what I, what I really wanted to get into was, uh, I, I wanted to, I was trying to piggyback off of what I said earlier to lead into this, which is, um, I, I had a conversation about. Uh, possibly linking up with a, a certain uh, uh, company. I'm not going to say what it is. I'm not going to say, you know, basically what, 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 what area it is, what kind of business it is and such. And, uh, and, and until I see it happening fully, then I could just, you know, explain it a little bit more. But um, I, I had a conversation with an individual and they pretty much, they, 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 they like, they like the show, you know, they, they, They've always, you know, supported it somewhere or another, bringing me content from here and there in the case may be. And one aspect that they felt, I don't know, I don't know if it rubbed them the wrong way or they felt a way about it or they just basically didn't like it, whatever the case may be. But it was a thought that my brashness could come over because, you know, I, I speak the truth. I speak honestly. So I try to speak from a, a real genuine place. 
you know, if there's certain things I don't like, I share it with you guys because as a fan of everything that correlates with sports and, you know, anything's pop culture, or whatever, you know, my views and opinions, I love to share with anybody. And, you know, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody, you know, has one and majority of them stink. But, you know, for this take, you know, this certain company would take heed to the stuff that I would say. And, and, and they made a mention. It's like, yo, you, you, your voice and, you know, you know, we respect what you say, but sometimes, you know, you, you come down hard on, on the product. And I'm like, you know, it, it's, you know, and it, it, you, you get conflicted because you don't know whether or not, like, if you're going to do business with somebody, do you have to give up something to become part of something? Like, you, 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 you know, people may think of it as selling out, but it's also a way that maybe you, you tone it down just to get the, the, the foot through the door. Uh, like I said, it's, it, it's, it's conflicting. Like you always don't, you don't want to compromise, especially what, you, what you've been doing has been working. But you know, it's something to think about because like I said, there's, there's also levels to my shit as well, because sometimes I could just be like fiery. Like it, 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 and I, and then it's not only on the mic, it's outside. It could be, you know, my personal life at work. Like I could just take it. I could take the tact that I usually would have the, my persuasive ways. And if, you know, I get annoyed and irritated in one quick second, it just go from zero to 145 real quick. But I think that's something I, I have to work on and find ways to sell a product, but also be sure not to, you know, sell myself short and sell myself out where I can't be fully effective. And uh one one example that I could tell you that I know a show that's not done that. And it's a show that it, 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 it gave me the platform to do what I do these, these, these past months, weeks, years and what, and whatnot is my take radio on rageworks.net. My take radio has been a constant stable of the example of what it takes for a person to be consistent and work and put, you know, everything he has on a show. And, and, and know that regardless of, of, you know, whatever products, whatever things that he has, he'll sell the shit out of it. And he'll also give it a view that only we, we as, as, as consumers or viewers or listeners can respect and relate. And my take radio has been possibly the, 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 the influence for many of us who do podcasting with rageworks.net. Cause it was the forefront of the show. It was the one, it was, it was that the show. And, um, it's, it's, it's one of those things that they're approaching 400 episodes. And I just, I, and I, I looked to it and I said, wow, I, I want to be that driven, that determined. I, I want to have that ambition to, to, to do this, like to keep pushing forward and, and, and becoming, you know, better at the craft and learning and, and, and striving to do you know, what it is to make TRSS bigger and better. And not only that, you know, one moment, you know, at one moment, I, I, you know, I could not do this anymore. I could probably just want to do something else in podcasting. Maybe I just want to, you know, take it to another, another genre, another area and piggyback off for it. You know, maybe one day I could find someone who, who, who will take the reins and be as dedicated as I have and become a new host where I can branch out and, and, and do something different 
under the TRSS, under the RageWorks.net guys. And, you know, my take radio has been that show that is basically it's, it's the, the, the OGs, the godfather of RageWorks.net. And that's what it's what we are. That's what we, we, we strive and accomplish to be when it comes to longevity and dedication. And I, I have to say that I have to give big props and big shout outs to the boss himself, big rich who he, you know, he's, he's, he's doing his thing. He has the variant issues. He has all this stuff. He has, you know, running rageworks.net. He has his own life that he has to do. And he's consistent on being a, a, an inspiration for, for what we want to strive to do when it comes to making, making creative, creative, um, avenues for us, you know, open those lanes up. So, you know, I want to congratulate him for approaching 400 episodes. And I believe that, you know, he, he's a guy that needs to be recognized and, and, and needs to be, you know, he needs, he needs to be seen more in a, in a larger light. And I got, and I, I clink my, my glass to you, sir. It sounds like a bell, but it's actually supposed to be glasses. I clink my, my, my glasses to you, sir, to, to congratulate you on such a long run and, uh, more power to you and the family and rageworks.net and everything in itself. All right. So got a lot in store. Like I said, got a big interview with the man himself, Mr. Brian XL coming in, chopping it up about just the progression of house of glory and everything else that comes with it. Also, you know, he elaborates on his life. He, he talks about his humble beginnings where, you know, where he grounded and pounded in, in the streets of Bushwick, Brooklyn. You know, it's like I said, I, I told him before, you know, we're, we're, we're cut from the same cloth with different scissors. Like he, you know, he, we, we've seen, we've seen some things. And for us to be where we at these days, you know, it's a blessing because, you know, we could have been in, 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 in a prison or in a box, you know, so it's, 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 it's a really good interview. You guys got to check it out. Stick around for that. Of course, we got the, the usual that comes down through here. We have uh, this week's rant as well as talking sports and shit. And of course, Turnbuckle Tabloid. Got to do a quick rundown on that wrestling aspect as well. Stick around, guys. We got some stuff. Got to pay some bills. What bills? I mean, these are my, these are my own bills. I make up my own bills at this place. You know, this is one of those weeks that is actually one of those episodes that I'm really not getting lit. I, you know, I, I, I pulled back this, this week. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Maybe, maybe I'm growing as a, no, that's not it. You know what it was is that I was on vacation this past week and I've thoroughly been abusing my fucking liver so badly. It's terrible. I'm just, that's ridiculous. God awful. What's wrong with me? All right. So I'm going to bring back a, uh, oldie but goodie. See if you guys, uh, it'll be out on D, this movie will be out on DVD soon. So just, uh, Look for it at your local, um, Amazon Fire Stick, Cody, where fuck it is you get it. So stick around. Guys, we will be back. Why, look at what we have here, folks! TRSS Bits and Pieces. In a Disney world of talking toys and monsters that come out of their closets, as well as fish who get lost. Disney and Pixar brings to you a story of a wrestler who seems to have lost his way when looking for his brother. 
high. It's turn funk. The old funkster turn funk. And I'm here to bring to you a new story about me and my brother. It's called Finding Dory Funk. That's right. My brother Dory Funk is lost. And we need to find him. The story begins where Terry and his brother Dory are at an independent wrestling event. When all of a sudden, the two are separated. I don't know what happened. I went to go use the bathroom because I ate a couple of bean and chicken enchiladas. About four or five before a wrestling match. And all of a sudden, Dory came in to take a piss while I was in the stall. We were shooting the shit while I was literally shooting the shit. When all of a sudden, there was a clanging, then a flush, and Dory was gone. Joining in the adventures of Terry Funk on search of his adoring and a loving brother, Dory. With guest appearances by Triple H. Well... I gotta tell you something, if you're looking for your brother Doria, uh, you're really gonna have to look probably somewhere, uh, where you last left him, uh, did, did you, did you check by the shitter, uh, he couldn't have gone that far, uh, I mean, he, he pretty much is, a uh, old guy, uh, also starring Vince McMahon. I'm gonna tell you something, Terry, I've been a fan of yours for years, but losing your brother is just in, 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 intolerable and Apprehensible. If you were still with WWE, you would be fired. And making a special guest appearance, Raymond Reynoso, the oldest independent wrestler. You know, Teddy, I once lost my brother De Jesus in Bayamón, Puerto Rico one time. We were Looking for quenepas and yucas and platanos y manzanas y guineos y habichuelas and other Spanish stuff. And my brother de Jesus, he disappeared somewhere in the rainforest. Do you know, the only thing was that I didn't give a shit. To this day, I don't know where the fuck he went. Join Terry in his expedition on searching for his long-lost brother. With the people that he meets, the adventures he occurs, and a little bit of wrestling matches as well. Hey, you know, when looking for Dory, I actually ended up in Japan and got into a exploding ring death match. With a big dolphin. Oh, that's another story in general. That should be for the sequel. So come on, help me find my brother Dory Funk in Finding Dory Funk. Maybe he went back to the Double Cross Ranch. I should have checked there first. Hmm. This movie is rated GV for gratuitous violence. Children under eight must be escorted by a parent, and the parent must be escorted by a...
person who's giving them a psych evaluation for even bringing their kids to a movie like this. This movie is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. You're listening to the regular season sports podcast with your host, Jay Sante. I'm good, Hank. This week's rant. Also, we can pretty, pretty, pretty much suck, didn't it, huh? I did for me. I, 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 I thought it was terrible. I, I, I really, <sighs> yeah, I, I, I had to, that's not really this week's rant, but it should be. It's, it's fucking, that thing was awful. I, I, I'm, I, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm happy I missed it the first go around. I, I recorded it because we were at House of Glory this, this, this past Saturday and when we came in, I recorded it, but, um, whew, by the time, <laughs> by the time I got to sit and watch it, it was just, I, I, you know, I'm not really a big fan of a lot of this all-star stuff, promo weekends and all this stuff, especially I hate the fact that a lot of the stuff is done mid season. So you're, you're telling me that you can be an all-star for half the season and then suck the rest of the season. You'd be all right. You still consider an all-star. I don't, I don't, that doesn't make any sense to me. Slap dunk contest was terrible. I, I mean, it's, it could be probably equated to, uh, 97's slam dunk contest with the one that Kobe won because that, that, that was shit. That was a shit storm. Yeesh. God. Anybody remember who's in that contest? Anybody? Anybody? I give you one. Michael Finley was in it. Woo. Hey, I, I, you know, I don't, I, I think there should be more at stake. Maybe you get some big, People that you want to see in dunk contests. Aaron Gordon really d- doing a drone dunk. Like that wasn't even necessary. Like he didn't even need to do that shit. Like it's, it, it was, it was, it was bad. Man. It was terrible. It was terrible. But, um, in any case, it's, it's one of the things once again that I say that it's just a big marketing money machine that just wants to generate so much you know minutia of just garbage even like even the pre-shows and you know the performances and all that everything just seems so lackluster and without flair and everything just and you just it don't even feel like basketball you just feel like you're in a club lounging it's like the garden and the fucking nick games it's just like that it's terrible god awful it's like geez what the hell and people fly all over the country to come to this nonsense. I, and people tell t- give me shit for being a wrestling fan, but Jesus, I, at least I, I say, if I go to WrestleMania, I'm having a fucking good time. They're doing shit. Like in this thing, it's like, wh- I, I have no clue what the fuck is like, why? And everybody makes jokes, but yo, females, they out there be like for, for all star weekend. They is, they out there flocking. They out there. Nine months from now, a bunch of them will be pregnant from some NBA players, whatever. Getting that, getting that guap for that wop. Then, you know, it's, it's crazy that, you know, that's, that becomes the mindset sometimes of some of these people that, you know, that's just what it is. Like, you know, like I said, you go, you go to these things, you go to the festivities, you go to all this stuff and you just sit in and you, you, sometimes you want to look at yourself and go, why the, why the fuck am I here? Why am, why am I here again? I really could have been watching this in my house. I really could. This is ridiculous. And lucky for me, I had the power of fast forwarding through commercials because I, I, if I had to see another one of those Chris Paul and, and DeAndre Jordan fucking State Farm commercials, I, I literally would have had to throw my fucking Tim, my Timberland boot through the fucking TV 
Like that shit was like, yo, this is a painful. Nothing worse than seeing an, an, an athlete try to do a commercial and they are soulless and talentless. It's just when it comes to acting, it's god awful. It's painful. And mind you, this wasn't supposed to be my rant this week, but hey, if the shoe fits, if the Timberland fits, wear it. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm over it. I really am. They need to do like they did in '97, cut the cut the slam dunk contest out, let it rest for a little while, and make a big comeback because in 2000, that's when Vince Carter came and he stole the fucking show. So, um, yeah, man, but yeah, you know, just put put that shit to sleep, man. For real, it's terrible. <laughs> When we come back, we're coming back with talking sports and shit. Got some light stuff to run through, some moves in the NBA. We're going to discuss that. And, um, yeah, man, episode 75. Let's keep it popping. Let's keep it going. Get Liddy. Oh, no. It's, oh, it's her. We'll be back. Hello. You already know who it is. It is that bitch. Okay. Letty La Loca. And you're listening to the regular season sports cast. Okay. Man, we talking sports and shit. All right. So the trade deadline has passed and wow. Let's just say that, um, uh, fucking bullshit. <laughs> very lackluster what occurred. It's not, not, not much going on. Gotta tell you, Sacramento Kings is fucking. Wow, there's some fucking savages, really? Y'all, y'all really, y'all treated a fucking guy like DeMarcus Cousins who, who love Sacramento. Like, who can honestly say they love Sacramento? Honestly, the people who live in Sacramento don't say they love Sacramento, but you got a guy like DeMarcus Cousins who's, who's really ambitious to stay with the team and the city, embrace the, the city and all that. And you basically shoved his ass out the door. Like, damn. I, I, I was, you would have thought that he was having sex with somebody's wife on the team. Like, damn. I mean, I know he's a freaking basket case, but at least the kid was putting in work for you guys. That's that, that, that ball, like, like that boggled the mind. And then like it occurred like right after the all-star game, you knew that that moment when it happened. So uh, it's like, you know, the, 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 the Pelicans get DeMarcus Cousins and Amari, uh, Kasipi and the Sacramento King gets, uh, Buddy Howe, Tyreek Evans, which I know he's happy to go back there. Oof. And Langston Galloway with some 2017 first round pick and a future second round pick. Really? Uh, okay. And they all, and, and Sacramento's really high on this, um, Buddy Howe thing. Yeah. Okay. But pushing forward, those, uh, the Lakers made some deals. Uh, Lakers got a, they get Corey Brewer and the Houston Rockets get Lou Williams. That's a good, that's a good move for the Rockets there. I think that was a big pickup there for them. Uh, anything else that's, uh, that stands out? No, not really. I mean, the uh, Nerlens Noel to the Mavericks for Andrew Bogart and Justin Anderson was, eh, it was all right. I, I, I mean, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a good move for Noel, you know. And I, and I already, I already heard that, um, the 76ers were trying to shop Bogart. Uh, so the, he, 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 he was almost on his, on his, on his way out from there. Taj Gibson and Doug McDermott go to Oklahoma City Thunder with Anthony Moreau, uh, Cameron Payne and, uh, Joffrey also go to the Chicago Bulls. That's a good pickup there for the Thunder though, uh, to get a Taj Gibson. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Roy Hibbert goes to the Nuggets. Yeesh. 
<laughs> for a protected future second round pick. Yikers. Uh, yeah. The moves that you guys really wanted to see was not going to happen. We weren't going to see the Paul George move. That wasn't going to be able to, 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 to come into fruition. That's probably going to happen more likely in the off season. You know, that, that's one. Derrick Rose was possibly going to be, uh, shipped off for, uh, Ricky Rubio, which may or may not have been a good move, but that didn't occur. The Knicks wasn't making any moves anyway. Dolan is too busy fucking donating $300,000 to fucking Trump's campaigns. Fucking douchebag. But yeah, that's, that, 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 that's pretty much it on that tier. It's, like I said, not that fucking fantastic. Whatever. Mayday, 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 mayday. It's saying on topic with the NBA, it seems as though that Ben Simmons from the 76ers is going to be out for the remainder of the season. No shocker here. Pretty much figured that after uh, the extent of his injury, didn't like he was going to be progressing much longer. And with the way that the 76ers season is going, as well as everything else that's in that fucking shit house they call a fucking uh, franchise. Um, he'll be out for the remainder of the season. That's okay. This happened before to a lot of guys. Uh, I remember Kevin Durant was out for a time being as well as, um, uh, David Robinson just had it too as well. He went out early and these guys ended up having tumultuous career. So humongous Hall of Fame category type career. So this might be a small hiccup, but guarantee that this kid will well, I can't even guarantee that because it just he just might suck too. Shit, damn. Well, good. hopefully he bounces back because over there, seventy six, the country is just like, woo. It's fashion time. And on the MLB front, seems as though the intentional walk is now going to be eliminated by pitches. That's right. Instead of having the pitcher throw four straight pitches out of the strike zone, and now it seems as though that they're just gonna have to say. Give him the plate. I see them do that in Little League. Like they just like the catcher stands up, puts his arm out, and pitcher throws one ball and and the 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 the, the batter takes his base. I've seen it in the softball too. Like it's just like it's it's unnecessary. They want to speed up the game. They have a, they had a lot of elements in place they wanted to speed up the game with as well. There was talked about putting a man on second base to uh start off the extra innings. Have a man on second base already. I, that, that sucks. That's not that that that's not gonna work. And um, other elements in place. They're 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 re- readjusting the strike zones. Um, seems as though that the 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 president of the league, uh, the commissioner, believed that um, pitchers were getting away with a lot of a lot of uh, calls with the way the strike zone is ready now. So I don't know. We'll see how that how that occurs. They they look at the speed up the game. But I was watching in the ESPN this morning. The, uh, and outside the lines, they had a conversation with, uh, with the commissioner. And one of the topics was the decrease in African American ball players in the league. And I, and I mentioned this in previous episodes, you know, it's been on the decline, but the uh, commissioner has put in place that there's a lot of, um, outreach programs geared by the MLB to, uh, urban areas that has tried to attract more of a African American base. uh, uh, home structure. And it seems like though the grassroots project is bringing in more and more players back to the game little by little i mean look I, I honestly baseball is not a game for everybody like baseball is a very difficult game to play and uh 
when you're able to start them off young, then it's easier to pick up the game of play. And I think that's where we lost our grassroots with our, our urban areas and our cultures because in, 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 in Spanish and Latin countries, it's like, that's like learning how to walk. That's easy. And I think the same could be said in, in African American urban roots when it comes to basketball. It's just pick up and pick up. It's easy to go. And I think that bringing that element back to, you know, to, 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 to the urban neighborhoods and stuff, especially bringing back little leagues and stuff like that. It's very, it's very detrimental to bring back not only an African American fan base and player base, but also everyone in a whole bring them back to the game because it's gotten so dried out and boring by in, in many, many individuals that you got to find a way to, to bring people back into it. So hopefully we get to see a new future Hank Aaron or, uh, uh, Ted, uh, Tony Gwynn or, uh, Harold Reigns, like you, you, you know, Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders. Hopefully we can see that again. So, you know, let's, let's, let's pray, let's pray that everything goes well. Pick up the bat, guys. Let's, let's, let's play ball. Oh no. All right. That's pretty much tightening up the segment we know as talking sports and shit. It's a little short one this week. I didn't have much really on the plate to talk about, but, um, once again, make sure you check us out on all social media outlets on Facebook, the regular season sportscast, as well as on Instagram at regular season sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santi, as well as on YouTube, the regular season sportscast. Coming up, we got that interview with your boy, the big prez, part owner, part trainer, the man of House of Glory, Brian XL. If you guys are in the New York City area or if you're in the East Coast, this is the indie promotion you can't you can't miss. These these guys are making moves on top of moves, B. Word up. They out there, B. You better check these dudes out, man. Their talent is real. All that. So uh yeah, make sure you guys check out House of Glory, HOG.net. Make sure you check those dudes out. And um when you come back, that interview by we got the boy Brian XL checking in. See you guys in a sec. This is your boy Isaiah Cassidy, one half of your House of Glory World Tag Team Champions and one half of your FTW World Tag Team Champions. You are now rocking with TR Double S. I mean, what better introduction to bring you in? Why not? This is perfect. Man of faith himself. Absolutely. You know, before I continue this interview, I, like before I start, I just want to let you know something, and I gotta be really honest with you. Most of all, I'm very envious of you. Are you? Yeah, I'm very envious. Of you. And it's, it, I heard it's not very healthy to be envious of individuals, but I, at least I can tell you straight up, and I'm very envious. And it's not the the jet set flying and stuff like that. It's not courtside tickets. You sure it's not courtside tickets? It's not courtside tickets. There's been a lot of envy, man, since I've been putting those courtside tickets. I don't know, B, but uh, especially not not after that jump shot. That shit was crazy. (laughs) No, I'm very envious of the fact that not only are you good looking, but you're a man who can rock a a beard. That is just like, that's just ridiculous. Wow. I can't even, I can't rock a beard. I can't even get a beard. It's just, it's crazy. You know what's crazy? You try to ugly yourself down and you can't do it. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what it is, man? (laughs) Honestly, I'm going to keep it 100. I think that... I was telling my wife, I'm like, well, 
I said, I need to do something new, man. Like, I'm not going to grow my hair again. That's just a whole process, like right. a whole year process of growing your hair. Yeah. So I told her, I said, I want to try something. I'm going to let my hair grow. And she was like, you crazy? <laughs> so I've been letting it grow for like a month, and she actually likes it. She, yeah, she, I told her I was going to cut it. She said, let's, let it grow a little bit more because it's probably in the ugly stage right now. Mm. And then let it grow a little more. Let's see how it looks. If I like it, then you keep it. If I don't, then you cut it. But I think I'm going to cut it tomorrow. Yeah, but no, 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 no. Let it rock out for a little bit. You got like that. You got that, like that Romeo Santos kind of look going on that you can uh, rock it out a little bit. Like you could like let it grow in and still like. Yeah, I just want to, I think, I think after this, where is that right now? Probably in two more weeks, it'll give, it'll look different. Look mad you know? Spanish and shit. Yeah. Spanish look going on. Some Dominican shit. My boy, the boss of bosses, the man himself. Sure. Jesus. Hold on. Let me see if I can get some sound effects up in here. For this man, because it's worth it. We bow to thee, sir. We bow to thee, the man himself, Mr. Brian XL. Glories, Presidente, el jefe, el jefe. Comes back for the 75th episode. Dog. It's, you've arrived, sir. I've been waiting for your presence for such a long time. Yeah, I apologize for yesterday, man. I know I was supposed to make it yesterday and I John, I had the corned beef and rice. Oh, man. Corned beef and rice you just gave me was amazing. That, yeah, that's me, dog. Oh, it was really good. Nah, it was really that's good. That's me, no, no. son. You didn't eat my chicken palm lasagna, though. That's all right. No, I was, I'm you honest, stuff. I get yeah, you. You stuff. Exactly. I get you. Oh, wow. That's all right, because you, you in training, son. Yo, they out there calling you out, man. Nah, man. What's good with that, man? Nothing, man. You know. No, wait, wait, wait. No, no. Hey, man. They <laughs> you out. You got dudes in the middle of the ring. They got video of your pops getting the, the yeah, beat down, son. What's good with that? It's not a good look, bro, you know? These, these young kids, man, like they're real disrespectful. Wow. And these are your own kids. Yeah, man. Oh. Why? Why? I mean, where really started this heat though? Seriously. Where, where, where this come from? I, I, I thought like you were out the game for a minute, man. I thought you would be gone. You was already put hanging them up. Uh, it was I, done I for. I'm out the game. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm is, saying. It was, um, I think it was, um, a couple of months ago, uh, at the Elks. Um, I think there was jumping somebody. He was jumping somebody. So I just, I was just couldn't stay there watching. So I was yeah. trying to help the person now and I, I feel like it backfired because he ain't trying to let go. He's trying to like, yeah, man. That like good, that goodwill inside you had to come out yeah, there. Yeah, man. I guess it's, 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 you know what I mean? It's biting me back now because it's, it's looking bad, man. But you, you're, you're a dude that, um, I don't know, like, like, like I, I saw a big progression from like, the, the, the guy that I know from years ago, like I, I know you for a few years now. Yeah, you know, I remember like, I, and I tell people to this day, the first House of Glory show that I met you, like you was a dick, son. Like you really treat, you treat yeah. him like an ass. Yeah. Like, I, you know, honestly, I just trick, I just treat everybody like that because I didn't know. I remember I had a, it was the beginning of the transition, right? You know what I'm saying, like from where I come from, and um, I was more used to just uh running the school, you know what I mean, and not really dealing with people, just right. dealing with my students. Right. And training them and red training them and stuff. So when I first did the show, it was just like, you know, I've been in the business for a lot of years, man. It's like 99. People don't you know? know that though. Like, it's when yeah, you start, no, you're right. yeah, when they start posting the videos and you see you at, at, at these, these, these shows early on, like the ROHs and all that. Absolutely. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. First of all, it comes off like you're an old ass man. That's Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And then secondly, it comes off like, wow, you've really been in the game. Yeah, for a long. lot of years. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I already know how people are, I know how fans are and stuff like that. So at first it was hard for me to make the transition. So I was just always be in a bad mood. You know what I'm saying? So for just cause when people look at me, I want them to know like, well, yeah, he's not playing. 
We right. can't we can't act crazy in here because he look like he's gonna get crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I learned to transition and 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 you know and and be more kind and and respectful because these people are are, are are supporting the brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we wouldn't be here cause, without them. So it's just and um and and yeah, when I say 99 2000, like people look at me like I'm old. I was talking to uh Del Rio uh last the last on the show and um I was like yeah you know um I wrestled uh. 666 and Halloween. Yeah. You know, in XPW. And he was looking at me like, what? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, those are my best friends and all that. And I was like, yeah, those are my boys, man. And, um, when we was doing the, the interview and, uh, the Dr. Clothesline interview, we're about to post it in today or tomorrow or something. Right. Um, he didn't, I told him, uh, the question was asked and I was talking about Eddie Guerrero. And I told him that, um, like, uh, I wrestled Eddie Guerrero. So he looked at me like, like you just told me that you wrestled Halloween season. Now you saying you was in the ring with Eddie Guerrero. Like, who is this kid? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how long you been doing this? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, um, um, this guy was a, he was a good dude too, Del Rio. Shout out to Del Rio, man, for coming through and, and really doing what he did. You know, I mean, he did the seminar for us and all that. And me and him was talking business now, going back and forth. So we got some, some great things that's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, that night, yeah. You guys had a big night this past, this past Saturday, man. It was a good night. Yeah. You guys had a, I mean, I mean, packed house. I mean, seriously, like, yeah. I, like I, I always tell people, humble beginnings. I was there for day one, and to see where Absolutely. you guys are at now, it's just, it, it, it speaks volumes for hard work and dedication. A lot of people Absolutely. don't understand that, it, you know, it's a slow grind to get to where you get yeah. to. It's real slow. No, it's real though. It's real. It's the frustration real. was get to you, right? When early on, like to, to see like. Losing money? Losing money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy because um, I always had faith in God, and I knew that God was gonna make something happen. You know what I'm saying? Though. Right. So, um, you know, I already knew that what God had planned and, 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 and honestly, to be completely, completely honest. And I, and I really, I think I told you, I don't really tell people this, but um, I'm telling you cause you're my boy my God. and I'm saying it now. Um, it's crazy how God works. Cause when we got Ray Mysterio, we talking about, we spent thousands of thousands of dollars on this man. Right. right? And at that time I really didn't have a pot to piss in. Like we was running shows. Really? Yeah. We was running shows. And what was happening is that like for like God made it for like, all right, I'm going to pay for all these guys. I'm going to make sure that money comes in for these guys, but right. you're not going to have money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, there was no money for like, like in the beginning, beginning stages, I, I, I was struggling. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm talking about my wife was paying the rent in the apartment. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was paying all the rent, knowing like, all right, look, this is what you're gonna do. You just been recently married. Like, you just yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been a year. But you you guys been with each other for next month will be 17 years. Sorry, ladies, he's off the table. (laughs) Even though his his gruffy beard is coming in, he's off the table. And I've seen that show. She cuts you. She oxes. Yeah, she's she she she's she's a real serious woman. Absolutely. No, but yeah, um, it, it, you, it, the people understand that it, it doesn't happen overnight. Like the, the snow no. grind is crazy. You know, you come in the building, you see six, seven hundred, eight hundred people. Yeah, no, it's But crazy. it doesn't mean that, you know, everybody's getting what they got to get, especially you. Yeah. You're a big investor. You're the only one in there. Yeah. You're doing everything. Everything. You're doing juggling. Yeah. Red it's does the training. Easy, and Red does the training and you're there freaking pounding the pavement, getting it out there. Yeah, man. Just doing what I do, man. He, he really treats those kids. He trains those kids very well, man. I feel like I just got to do my part. My part is just everything else. As long as he's there doing the training, I feel like I got to be the one out there and promoting the shows and getting these names in here and making sure that everything's right. Is there a tug of war with that, though? Like, do you think that, I mean, you guys basically are like, basically, you might as well say you're brothers. You guys Absolutely. are brothers. And 
with brothers with inter you know in, in, in these interrelationships there there's always like you know uh, you know some hiccups here and there have you guys ever had to deal with that i think everybody deals with that especially in business you know what i'm saying but the thing with me and red is that um i respect him so much especially in wrestling like you know what i mean like um we really don't bump heads like you know what i mean for me it's like i i try to he's a humble dude you know what i'm saying and and i'm learning and i'm humble too so it's just like if he say something, cause he doesn't ask for a lot. Right. So that's what it is. If he says, yo, I don't want this person here, that person's not coming here. If I want this person here, that person will be here. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's just like, that's my brother and, and everything he does is, is for a reason. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we really don't bump heads when it comes to wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what he, he, he trusts me on my decisions and I trust him on his decisions mm. and we don't question each other. And he, you know, he's like, Red has always been a dude that I, I've seen around. Cause I've, I've met Red a few times. I, I, I know a lot of guys who've wrestled with him early on and stuff, who's done the indies and stuff. And whenever I met him, he's always been like a real humble, quiet, yeah. funny dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny dude. If you know him, yeah. yeah funny he's dude. a funny yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, that Red is, is hilarious. Baby. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, he just, he always seems like a guy that is, it's, it's well respected, but also like, you don't want to, you don't want to, those are the dudes that you don't want to mess with. You don't want to fuck with them. Like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. I, I feel like, <clears throat> Red is a humble guy, man. I feel like, honestly, man, like, I don't think, uh, people, people just love him. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody just loves him. Even if you don't know him, if you're a big name, you heard of him and you just, he's just a humble, humble, humble person. You know are mean? you like, the, uh, so are you the enforcer? Are you the enforcer? I, 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 you know, you know, I just play my part. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, mean, I feel I'm like saying, I'm the like, protector. He's the, you know what I'm he's saying? The face. He's the face. Yeah, you I'm the protector. Heal. Like, I can't let nothing happen to it. Cause this is, this is, this is how I eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is how I support my family. So, like, there's, there's no, there's no second plan for me. This is it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I left everything in the, in the streets. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So this is all I have. So I can't let nobody mess this up. And I will, and I'll die for this. Was like, that a big you know transition for you? Because, you know, we, we talked about it earlier in the, the, the last episode. The last episode you were saying, it was like, you were saying episode 20, which by the way, on iTunes still gets love. Like it's yeah. like one of the popular episodes. Wow, it's, still, and it's, been, it's like over, over a year. You know, I'm 75 episodes deep now. And yeah, that's a lot. You Congratulations. Still, wow. Thank you, sir. That's, that's crazy. So I, I said, fuck with me, sir. Fuck well, with well, me. Well, well. <laughs> No, but, but was that a transition? Because we talked about earlier how how you may you know you you did stuff you did stuff in your life that you're probably not proud of, you know. But you had to do what you had to do, grinding out here in Bushwick and stuff like that. Brooklyn was where it's at, absolutely. And um, you had to make that change. You had to make a transition. Like, do do you feel as though that that was like a big thing to do, like to pull away from the streets? I think that um, what was happening in my life, like before <clears throat> before um, like uh. I was not doing, like, I was not, like, when I left the streets, I had moved to South Beach, right? Like, I was out here grinding Bushwick and all that and, and doing what I do and making money and stuff like that. And, 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 and then, um, I moved to Florida. Like, I was going back and forth from Miami and, and I wasn't doing good out there. Me and my, my, me and my, she's my wife now. We had split up. You know what I mean? We had my daughter. She went to like, uh, Las Vegas. You know what I'm saying? So I was living in Miami and I, I was living life. I was good. I was chilling. Then after a while, I was just like, damn, I want my family. You know what I'm saying? Like I miss my, my girl. I miss my, my daughter and stuff like that. So things was not good at all. You know what I'm saying? It was, I was really not. Then I went to Las Vegas together and then we moved back to Florida and then the relationship was actually worse. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, I went through some, some crazy stuff, man. And, and, and then, just God just changed my life, man. Like I told myself, I would never come back to New York. You believe that? 
I, I know, I can Florida. see a lot of people, a lot of people do that, man. Yo, I moved to Florida and I said, yo, I would never, I don't picture myself ever moving back to New York. And look what God does. He's like, no, you're wrong. I'm going to change your life. You're going to come back over here and you're going to open up this wrestling school. You're going to open up this promotion and we're going to take it. We're going to do some things together. And, and I, I let him, I'm letting him lead and, and I'm following and he's opening the doors. And I'm going right through them. When you, I'm when saying? you guys, when you guys started the, the idea of putting together the wrestling school, was it, that was the game plan early on to, to, to open up a school or was it just, you know, pitching ideas or maybe just doing a promotion or, cause no. it was yourself, right? And you had another individual that was involved as well. Yeah. Right. And was it, was it generally saying, let's do a wrestling school or did, was like more ideas out there in play? Um, honestly, um, you want the real story? <laughs> That's what the mic's on for. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yo, I can't. Cause I, I see individuals that you, you, you dealt with like, you know, early on and, you know, they, 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 they went their separate ways. Absolutely, and, man. You know, they, they, let's just say they're a not, lot of people that dealt they're not as successful as House of Glory no, is right now. You know, now. God is good, man. You know, a lot of people that dealt with House of Glory, there's a couple of people that left and went to do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? And mm. God bless them. It's all love. You know what I mean? Like, even though, you know, you came and you left, it's all good, man, because we're still doing our thing. There's God a lot of people that did that, too. Absolutely. That, yeah. like, I could. There's more than one, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that dealt with us and then left and opened up their own stuff. And it's all love, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm blessed. Like, there's no reason for me to be mad. Right. And um, uh, so what happened was actually, for real, for real, the other person that that um was with me when I opened up the school, mm. um, there's a building over here in... Um, I don't know what's the name. I think it's uh, Cornelia, was it? Um, Cornelia and Irving. I think I, I don't know. I, I don't remember the street, but yeah. there was like an abandoned building. Mm. Basically, like there was no owner, right. so people was living there for free. Mm. So what they did was they took the apartments and then they 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 made them all into rooms. Oh, I know, but yeah, I know exactly what. Right. I know what so yeah. so people was like living in there for free. Yeah. So they were, sub- they were, they were subletting. For no one. <laughs> yeah, to no one. It was basically squatting. Yeah. So what happened was um I told somebody that was living there, um, yo, if the room opens up, let me know. So I was on my block hanging out and then I got the call, like, yo, a room opened up. So I went in there, put a lock on the ro- on the door, started buying like a bed and stuff like that, and moved in the in the room. This Damn. was two thousand nine, no, two thousand eight or something like that. Damn. So I moved in the room and um at the time there was like um Bloods, you know, the gang bloods yeah. that was running the building. So, you know, I get there, I'm taking this shit over. Like, you know what I'm saying? Bloods, I don't care what you are. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was really on it back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like they see me like, oh, this nigga's a troublemaker. This, this kid's a troublemaker. Like, Wait a minute, you know, out, of, out of their bloods and they're thinking you're the, the troublemaker? Trouble. Yeah, like <laughs> I, they see me, they're like, this kid's on Like, he wants problems. So what I did was, and I'm going to keep it 100, man, like, you know, you could, you could do the research and, you know, what I mean, people know that. What I did was, um, <laughs> I ran some people out of the, the rooms and I started renting them out. So I was renting, I was making money like that. Damn. So even. All of a sudden you became the landlord? Yeah. <laughs> so the street landlord. So that came and then people was paying me rent every month to live in the room because I was, I was just renting the rooms out. And then what happened was I got my brother. Yeah, my brother's, uh, uh, like he's, he's still out there in the he's streets. Still goony. He's still yeah. Goony. So I got him a room downstairs. It was over. Once my brother was down there, it was over. So my brother was just there. He had like all different kind of females in there. I was upstairs and he was just partying. I was like, I can't be around this no more. Mm. I gotta go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, basically I had some money saved up and then, um, I talked to the kid and, uh, I went, I put, I invested all my money and, 
you know, God is good, man. This is, this was his plan. So we opened up the school and I'm telling him like, well, um, we're going to open up this school, but I don't want nobody to know that I own it. I want it to be like, you know, like why, Reds. Why, why was your thought process for that though? Just because I feel like at the time I'm like, well, people like it would get more of a buzz and be like, oh, look, Amazing Red has a school. Right. Instead of just Brian Excel. Mm. Like who's Brian Excel? Even though I feel like I, I didn't accomplish a lot of things, but I didn't accomplish anything close to what, what Red, Red did. did. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was in TNA. He was, he was currently in TNA. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So when I opened up the school, Red, in the beginning, he was in, he wasn't there. Never there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he was always in TNA right. traveling. So what happened was, um, you know, and any, any company you do, things at first is never successful. So the rent was $1,500. A wow. month. Damn. When he had two students. Damn. How are you supposed to pay that rent? Right. You know what I'm saying? So what happened was, um, I don't want to mention no names, but you know, uh, one of the, 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 the person I had that was involved with that was involved in the whole thing was basically, you know, he, he'll grow men. We all grow men. We, we got a bills to pay. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he's just be like, he was on some like, he mentioned some like, you know, um, I got to make money and I'm trying to tell him like, yo, it's just going to take time. But I understand his situation. You know what I mean? He's a man. He has to make money. You know what I'm saying? So, but he didn't hold off. You know what I'm saying? So he kept it moving. You know what I'm saying? And I stood and I told him, I said, look, I'm going to stay here. As long as students come here, I'm going to keep training even if Red don't come. Right. So he left and I was just there. And then what happened was Red quit TNA. And then right when he left, Red quit TNA because of his own situation he had with TNA. And then it was over. He just came and he took over the whole class and opened there since. And then... People join from all over, and then now we the biggest wrestling school in New York, and soon to be the biggest wrestling school in the East Coast. Are you? Can, do you? You think you consider yourself like a good trainer? Because on the on the on the outer sense, I look at you and knowing knowing your 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 background and you see seeing where we came from. It's like I don't. You don't look like a guy that has tolerance to sit there and train motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I don't though. <laughs> Sitting I don't there have not to, I, you the know, bump. Like why the fuck you keep bumping your head nah, on the damn? Nah. <laughs> Nah, I would never curse like that. Stop bumping your damn head. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. When Red wasn't around, I had no choice. Right. It's like, well, teach these kids what you know, or you're gonna lose everything and go back where you don't want to go back to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to go back to the streets. So it's just like you have to sit here. If they keep coming, you're just gonna keep training and do everything that that you know that you could teach them. Right. And you know, when you come and join a wrestling school, the beginning stuff is like. For for somebody that just joined is hard, but somebody like me that I've been in the business, the beginning, the back bumps, the right. running, the ropes, the lockups, that's easy for me to teach somebody. Right. So that's what I was teaching for a long time, and I was teaching a lot of chain wrestling. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And wrestling, chain wrestling is important. So a lot of my guys like Gangone, um, uh, Henry, uh, um, Hank Flanders, uh, uh, Broadway, and you know, um, just trying to remember, uh. It's just a couple of beginner guys that I've been with for a long time. I was training them at first because Red was not around. Right. So I was teaching them how to do that like chain wrestling and stuff like that. And then once Red came, he took over. It was over. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like now, like I fall back and Red does all the training. But, but you're still training because now, now that he does the ring work, you 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 basically schooled him now on the business sense. Absolutely. Now you know. Absolutely. Now, like like what's like the biggest hiccups like a, a indie guy. You know, getting booked because you know now with House of Glory, you guys have your inbred stars. You have the Gangones, yeah. you have a uh, 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 Wrecking Crew, you have a uh, Private Party, definitely. You have you have uh, the the Flanders. Like you got those guys now who are coming up and they're getting their own bookings. Like what's the, like what's the key thing that you let those guys know about when it comes to booking? Like seriously, because you've been out there. Yeah, um, we mostly teach them just 
how to respect people. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that, that you respect everybody and, and you know what I mean? Cause, um, and wrestling is, it's crazy how wrestling is, man. It's like, if I go in a locker room, right? right. Uh, oh, perfect example. The Young Bucks. Okay. Remember when they went to the WWE? Yes. And, uh. I just had a conversation with one of my boys about this. What, the Booker T situation? Right. And okay. I said, I said, I was teaching, I was telling him about the, the, the tradition, the protocol in which wrestlers have in the locker room, in the yes. back, in which, you know, you address, you, you always address everyone. You Absolutely. You yourself. Yes. I know but the thing saying. is that, like, me knowing the Young Bucks and, and those are my, you know, they doing their thing and I, I, I talked to one of them, um, Nick. From the Young Bucks all the time, and he, like we go back and forth sometimes. Or I message him about something, and he helps me out with something or whatever. The guy, those dudes, man, like I got a lot of love for them. Those are our, our first tag team champions. Right. Those guys are super humble. Um, those are my Christian brothers, man. Their father's a good Christian dude, right. uh, and he's real cool and humble. And um, like I don't really know this situation, but I figured, well, me knowing the Young Bucks, like I, I don't know them as much like i'm not around them every day but when they were my champions or they used to come a hog i used to talk to them and to this day we talk but they so humble that it's like i could picture them going there and maybe being nervous and just being well just like, being just, young yeah, be, yeah no yeah, being yeah, young that's young, yeah. for sure being young but because it's a few years ago yeah happened, yeah then. being young and then just being around stars yeah right. you know i'm saying and just being humble and just making like maybe being there and maybe you don't want nobody to like Notice you Because you know, these are stars You're talking about Booker T and all that right. So maybe they must have Took that as Oh these guys is cocky mm. You know what I'm saying And they make Oh this guy thinks He's like I mean he's a star He doesn't have to say hi to me And when they That's not That's not they, they You know what I mean That's not they think They yeah. mad humble right. You know what I'm saying So so that's what made me feel like You know and wrestling is crazy Because if you If you're in a little corner And you're humble And you're just a humble person And you don't get up And give everybody a hand They're like Oh this guy's a D-I-C-K Right He's, he's, uh, he's cocky Or something like that So you know, and wrestling is 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 kind of corny and it's whack. But to this day, um, when I was wrestling, I'm not wrestling no more. I'll go in the locker room and shake everybody's hand. Right. To this day, I'm talking about like it doesn't matter what locker room. I used to walk in the locker room and shake everybody. So that means if there's 30 men in here in the locker room, I'm shaking 30 men's hands, all female, whatever. Like I'm shaking everybody's hand. That's the most respect. That's respect right there. Yeah, that was the thing that that I missed that day when I, I did the first House of Glory show. I didn't get that handshake. I was upset. That's the shit that I. That's why I called you a dick. That's what. Uh. <laughs> But that's all right, though. That's, that's water under the bridge. I'm still hurt a little bit. Any case. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll give you a handshake now. Nah, I'll give you a handshake. Nah, you nah, you show, nah, to be honest, like, the one thing, the one thing I can say before I cut the feet off, cause they're not going to get the whole interview. Fuck that. They got to, they got to download the episode. Hmm. Um, the one thing I can say is, see, that's why I, I know how to do business. You see? Absolutely. You don't give, you don't give Absolutely. Everything. The one thing I can say is that honestly, um, there's a relationship that I never thought that you and I would have. Because it's always, it's always been like, you know, I've always felt that you are a guy that doesn't have the means to, to, to talk to everyone. Like mm. you, I, you know, there's individuals who feel as though that you're probably in a, 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 another upper echelon because you're doing business the way you're doing business. And where myself, when I finally got, you know, I, I get, I get texts from him saying, yo, thank you for showing love. Out of the blue, like, it'll be crazy. Thank you for showing love. I got a text probably a year ago. He sent me a picture of yeah. he and I. At, a, at an event and he's like yo look what I saw and I'm like yo <laughs> so right, right. that's what I'm saying like people misconstrue your progression yeah, of what you are now you can still you can still be hard nosed when you got to absolutely but you know that's, that's the easy part that's 
No, for real. Though, <laughs> like, it is. That's the easy part. No, because you, you you walk around and you have that demeanor, which is a good thing to have. Definitely good, thing, especially with the business that you're into. You know, and and that's one thing that people always got to say is like, you know, if you rub if you rub a dude the wrong way, then you know, there's no coming back. Absolutely, yeah. And that's one thing that you guys gotta gotta understand when it comes to business. And it's something I I I, I spoke about in my last episode. It's like more power goes to all you guys that want to sit there and do what you want to do. You you feel as though that you can start whatever you want to do. Start start a podcast. Start a promotion. But once you, you know, spread your wings, dog, you know, those, there's doors that are going to close behind you, man. Absolutely. And you got to remember that, you know, no business is business. Love is love. You got to do that. But, you know, before, before we go that, is there any, um, before I, I cut this feed off here, right. um, speaking of that, there's, 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 there's wrestlers that's left house of glory. They mm-hmm. probably felt as though that, um, they were bigger than the promotion. Absolutely. Or maybe they felt as though that, um, they weren't getting the rub that they should be getting. Um, uh, Depending on the situation, are there opportunities for wrestlers to come back, or 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 do you think the doors are closed for for for, for most? That's a good question. This <laughs> guy sounds crazy. Yeah, that's why I'm um, good. What I do, dog. Yeah, no doubt. Um, uh, nah, but um, yeah, you you know what's crazy that we've been open for I say uh seven years now for the wrestling school, not the and to ask you to 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 rewind before the question before you asked. I I just remembered right now. Opening the school, we never thought about opening a promotion. That oh. never crossed. No, never, that, no, no, oh, no. Really? That, never, that Red didn't want to do that. Okay, Red was like, "I'm not running no shows. Like, I'm good. I think we should just stick to the school." Right. And then, um, um, what happened was, uh, Lawrence Dean, remember he used to run his show at the school. Oh yeah, he was on Pro Slam World. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was part so, of. So yeah, when he did Pro Slam, because I was not worried. Once Red said he didn't want to do shows, and Jack Sabbath had his shows, I was just worried about running the school. When I seen Lawrence Dean that he did the show the first time and I was there, I'm like, well, my guys are getting good. Remember, we just opened up. So right. I can't do a show and I, I want to be able to sh- showcase my talent. Right. I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to bring other guys in. So what happened was I was like, you know what? Like after like that kid started, he did like two shows or something like that. Then right. I'm like, once my guys are ready, I let my guys do this show, right? His, his show. And I said, once my guys are like ready, <laughs> once my guys are ready, then I'm going to do my own show. Cause I have the connections. Hmm. What, 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 what's crazy about wrestling is that, um, and I was talking to Del Rio about this, uh, the best promoters out there is people that used to be wrestlers. You and think so? Absolutely. Because I hear like the, I hear the same analogy done with, um, coaches. The yeah. best coaches are former uh, players. Yes, absolutely. Right. So when Del Rio was talking about a situation that he was going through, I'm like, yo, he said, but then I meet you and you a good dude and we sit here and we vibe and I say, yo, you know what's crazy? The real that, that I'd be thinking like, Every every promoter I met, the like, and I'm a wrestler because we know how to treat the wrestlers because we are wrestlers, right? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, the best promoters are people that used to be wrestlers or are wrestlers. And he said you 100 percent right because all the people that some people come, they'll have money or whatever or investors, and they want to open up a school. And they don't know nothing about. They want to open up a wrestling promotion. They don't know nothing about wrestling, right? You know what I'm saying? You want to open up a wrestling promotion, but you don't know nothing about wrestling. Or if you're a fan of wrestling, you got money and you want to open up a promotion because you're a fan. Mm. What happens is that that a lot of times you waste all your money. Cause you don't know what you're doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You think that you want to put these matches together and do this and then fans ain't coming to your shows. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, what happens with me? I'm, I'm a wrestler and, and a lot of things are, are is good when you're a wrestler and you open up a promotion cause you have a lot of friends. Mm. Red has a lot of friends. Yeah. His, you know his, what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like, what you gonna pay for this person? We not gonna pay for that person. Mm. We're gonna pay way cheaper. Sometimes free, believe it or not. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, all right, I didn't want to go back to the other question if we will let anybody come back. Yeah. We actually going through something like that right now. Really? Yeah. Red was just telling me right now about uh, a situation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I wait till the mics go. Yeah. Find that shit out. <laughs> so it's just like you know, I, like sometimes with my guys, man, like, like, I, I, I love all my guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially the ones that have been with me for a long time. Like, you stood loyal, you stood dedicated, you never gave up. You came and you trained and you still training. This is why I try to give them the best. Right. That's why Gangone just wrestled Matt Saddell and yeah. he done wrestled Tommy Dreamer. He wrestled Eddie Edwards. Right. Private Party had, uh, uh, the Hardy Boys. Like, I, these are the things that I yeah, always got, wanted you, to do. Yeah, you did. These are kids. Like, this especially Private saying. Party's like but kids. Let me tell you something. Private big party. Let me tell you yeah. something. Private Party that when, Jaden was in my school when he first joined. We talking 14, about 13 14 years, years old. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? I saw, him, I saw him the whole time. Yo, we talking about that when I used to sit there and talk to his dad when he was like 15. His dad is telling me how much he was, he's a super fan of the Hardys right there. And, and I don't have to, I, 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 there's no reason for me to lie. When I was, I used to sit there and think, I'm like, yo, this kid, man, when he's ready, I'm going to see if I could somehow bring in the Hardy boys so he could wrestle them. And I made that happen. God made it happen. Right. You know what I mean? Like these are the things I used to think of. Like, you know what I mean? When we can make this happen, I would like to make this happen. Amazing Red and Rey Mysterio. Right. Like, are you, come on, are you kidding me? Rey Mysterio versus Amazing Red? That's, that's a dream match. And you know, it's crazy. We still haven't put that match out. Yeah, I know. It's still in the vote. Yeah, I know. The vote. Like, we still have it. We haven't put that out yet. Oh, but yeah, I, I gotta cut this off. I'm at the 30 minute mark for over here for the live feed. Sorry, guys. You're gonna have to download episode 75 to hear the rest of this. Make sure you check out House of Glory. Please, please, Mr. XL, please. What's up? Let them know where they can get you at, man. Um, HOGWrestling.net. Um, that's our website. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, our Instagram is going up. Too. Yo, you poppers. Our Instagram is getting You didn't crazy. like social media before. Nah. Yo, my wife cra- says that too. She's you like, yo, crazy you, now. you didn't like nothing. Now nah, all of a sudden, you, you like crazy, a fan. Man. Like, you want to be on social media all day. Put your phone down. What? Yo, who's <laughs> this shit? What? Nah, I ain't say nothing. <laughs> so the Twitter and the Instagram is, uh, HOGWrestling. So make sure you go and follow that. And, um, and if you want to follow me, it's BXLHOG. Yeah, make sure you check him out on Instagram where you can see him um, miss um, um, three pointers from the the the, bent, the, 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 the the outside of the, the three point line with beef and broccoli's on. That was amazing. Yo, that's my I guy. was stunned. <laughs> I was stunned. Course side. The feed is going off. Y'all want to hear everything else? Make sure you check us out. Make TRSS. sure you tune in, man. House of Glory, man. 75th episode, man. TRSSpodcast.com. Make sure you check us out. See y'all on the flip. So yeah, so getting back to it, you guys, let me tell you, and I, I, I want to pick, I want to piggyback once from the early on, uh, episode that we had before. And it's funny because you recently, you, you had a vignette, uh, with, with, uh, uh, Evander James attacking your father. Yeah. And, and it's crazy because, uh, in, uh, the early episode, you talked about your father, his big change. Yeah. And, you know, where, where he came from, uh, an abuser and stuff like that. Now he's, he got his church and, you know, has his followers and stuff like that now these days. Do you see, well, first of all, does he see you like in his own, his own reflection? Because it's like, it's almost, you could probably almost see the same thing, like the changes that you guys made. Does you guys ever like look about, look at it that way? Absolutely. Um, it's crazy because, um, my dad and my mom were abusers. Like my father used to, uh, shoot up heroin. And he's, uh, he's in, uh, late 80s, 70s and, uh, he used to be out there robbing people. You right. know what I'm saying? And he used to get high on drugs and, and my mom's was, um, a heavy cocaine user. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she changed, God changed her life and she's preaching the gospel. She was just in Mexico preaching. 
You know what I'm saying? So and my dad, I was just, I just seen him yesterday. I was with him yesterday. He's preaching. He's all over the place. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, right. um, to be honest with you, man, and, and, and God knows, you know, there's no need for me to lie, man. Everything that's happening right now, they told me that this was going to happen. Really? Yeah. I'm talking about, I could tell you things that you would just be so confused. You, I'm, I, when we get off the mic, I'm going to tell you something that, but that, don't you, but don't you think like it's, it's, I don't know. Did you, did you, did like when, with your parents, when they all came, cause you have, you have, um, how many brothers and sisters you have? I got three brothers. Three brothers, right? And, uh, you're the once, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From yeah. my mother and my, my dad together, yeah. I'm the baby. All I right. got two older brothers. So do you think like, you know, there's, that's a lot of weight. A lot of people, you know, don't think about it because I'm an only child. I would never know understand, but there's a lot of weight when you come up as the baby because you look at the siblings in front and depending on how they came up, it's like either you're the spoiled one or you're yeah. the one that, like, did they see, Something in you that, 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 that just becomes what you are. Like you, you, you explained that they saw, they said a lot of things. Like an example, what thing that they, that, what, what did they see in you that, that, that could have been in fruition for you? Um, honestly, um, they were so much in like, by the way, I love the, I love the series, Brian. That's the dude I like to talk to. That's my guy. <laughs> I like that dude. Um, uh, I think, you know what it was, man, that remember, um, I left my, 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 my dad left when I was like six months old. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my mom's raised us, raised us. Okay. My dad was on drugs and he left. So from six months old, my mom's had me and my, both of my brothers and she was a single parent. You know what I mean? She raised us and I used to be scared of my mother. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I was not scared of nothing in the streets but my mother. Like okay. I used to do crazy stuff out there and like, damn, my mom's going to hurt me. Mm. And she used to, and she was a good parent. Like, you know what I mean? She was by herself. But mm. when we got in trouble, we used to get in trouble, trouble. Like, yeah. I'm talking about like my mom's done cracked my head before. Mm. I tried to cut high school. Like she cracked my head. She like almost broke my arm in sixth grade because mm. I was not paying attention. And I like, I like sliced this girl's jacket. Like no. you know what I mean, with a razor and stuff like that. And I got suspended. And um, but she like you know what I mean. My mom was a strong woman. And what happened was um, I left when I was six. She left when I was sixteen. So I like she went to Puerto Rico. So I was basically everything I bought or everything I had from sixteen older was because of me. Like you know what right. I mean, like I basically raised myself uh, uh, after sixteen. So you know I was. Got locked up a couple of times and, you know what I mean, been in jail and stuff like that. And, um, when I went to Florida, I met this guy, right? Um, what I used to do is, and, and, you know, I, I don't really tell the story to people, but, um, you know, you get stuff out of me. So, um, <laughs> I fuck with me, yeah. So, um, you know, I used to smoke, right? So what happened was weed. This, yeah. Okay. I'll make sure that you know. Years ago, this was years ago. Nah, nah. This was years ago. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do none of that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Because I've been talking about a long time ago. Yeah, because you, peep, you peeped the shit that I got in my fridge, and you're like, "Damn, you alcoholic." I'm yeah, like, I see I'm your fridge. I'm like, "Yo, what's the guys doing in here? This is a bar. You got a bar in your house." Yo, so boom. So I was. I why why used to do is when I was with my with my friends out there. It's kind of crazy, but we used to smoke and have like Bible study. Wait, 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 wait. What? We used to smoke. We had that's not L's. you know what that's not a bad thing though. Hold on, right? yeah. we used to be super like smoking weed and 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 uh, this was years ago. I don't want people to like you know as long guys... as you wasn't using the pages to roll up shit. <laughs> no, no, no. So we talking about like I was probably like nineteen or something. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, this is before wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean, before House of Glory, before that. You know, I was, I was a bad kid. So um, what started was uh, I used to we used to do Bible study. Right. And I used to be with some of my dudes and they, they street guys. So we there smoking, doing Bible study and we was doing it for a long time, really reading the Bible though. Like, you know, and, um, 
it's crazy. One day, um, uh, one of my boys was like, uh, um, come to my, come to my house. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I went over there and there was a white dude there. I'm talking about this guy was like six, four, bro. White dude, big, big white dude. He was big there with country another. back. Yeah. Big, he used to be a football player. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and then they had the Bibles out and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, um, they're like, Oh, we're going to have Bible study. I'm like, cool. So we there, we're reading the Bible and, um, the dude starts prophesying. Like right before we leave, the Bible study finished. He started prophesying. Like he basically goes to one of my friends and says, this, this, this is what's going to happen to you in your life. And God's showing me this. He goes to me and he goes, God's going to have you shining all over the world. And I'm like, and he starts telling me my, what my mother does, what my dad does, how many brothers I got. And I'm like, I didn't, I was confused. Right. I, I was, I was confused. Right. I was like, yo, this, I'm thinking that my boy told him my whole life story. Right. Cause that's what you're, you're always skeptical. He's actually, telling right. me everything about myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when the dude leaves, I'm like, yo, Ch dude, my, my boy's name is Chino. I'm like, yo, Chino, what you told this man about me? He said, look, I didn't tell this dude nothing. I said, the same thing he did to you. He did this to me last week. Like he was sitting there, somebody introduced me to him. He's telling me about my whole life. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? Who told him about me? He said, yo, bro, look, I didn't tell him nothing about you. God is telling him. And, and honestly, man, yo, Santi, from that day forward, I went through some crazy stuff and I'm here now. And it's just like God turned my whole life around after that day. And my mom's and my dad, my dad was already saved from God since like 94. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But my mom's got saved. At that, around that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I did, that dude did that, my mom's was in the beginning of her getting saved. Mm. So when I bumped into my mom's, cause I used to not see her a lot. When I bumped into her, she told me the same thing the guy said. I said, I said, what's, cause she was saved already. She was right. living in Puerto Rico and I see her, some guy told me this and a past, a, a, a prophet told me this in Florida. She's like, look, and I'm telling you the same thing cause God, that's what God does. When, when he sends somebody to tell you something, he sends somebody else so you can know that he's talking to you and this is what he wants you to do and this is what you're doing. That's the outlet. Yeah. They have Absol to absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, um, so a lot of things that happen in, in house of glory, man, believe it or not, before anything bad happens. Before all that, before you, before the, you, you got all the, you know, you know, the, the, the message sent to you and all that. Do you think that you had missed out on a lot of opportunities during that whole match? Cause myself grow, coming up, I, you know, there's what we mean. They're like, they're, they're, you know, there's certain things that you could have done that you didn't do. Cause he was like, you know what, man, fuck this. I'm not going to do that because I'm not, you know, like, let's say in your wrestling career, yeah. is there a lot of things that you could have done in wrestling that you didn't do because he was like, you know what? Hey, you know, I'm, I'm not good or now nah, F that I, I want to be with my boys on the block and like, yeah, stuff absolutely. Like that. I, um, I'm, and, and I'm, cause you talked about earlier about you were there for the, for the ground, for the blueprint of Ring of Honor. Absolutely. Yeah. That, see, I, I was there. I was there. I was there for the, the conversation about Ring of Honor yeah. to make Ring of Honor. I right. was in the car when that come before Ring of Honor was like, even existed. I was in the car with Rob Feinstein, Doug, rest in peace, Doug, um, Joel, Red, Calvin. Like we was in the car talking about, and it was crazy, man. That situation was crazy. So, so is there like when, when you got even, even outside of wrestling, is well, there anything I regret? You basically saying, I don't know. I wouldn't say regret, just like missed opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the thing is, um, I was thinking like that for a long time, but then I'm like, well, this is what God had planned for me. Mm. Cause, the guys that I that I grew up with, the guys that that we came in the game together, they made it. Even though uh, uh, SAT didn't get the big WWE contract, mm. but they did uh, dark matches for WWE. Right. It wasn't TNA. Like these guys, to me, to this day, and I don't care what the situation is, Joel Maximo, Jose Maximo is the best tag team in the world. 
I'm talking about like, and I'm not just being biased because those, those like, the, I grew up with them. Like, I seen the hard work. I seen how they made up tag moves. They, they were the young bucks. No, the no, young no, bucks they, they, no, they did. They re- the SAT. No, no, it was revol- absolutely. They to this day, even though, a, obviously, no, no, no. Red, uh, same thing with Red. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's people that to this day do Red's moves that he made up. I don't know if you've seen that video that he put up. No, I, I was glad. You know what's funny is that I'm glad that he did that. Yeah. Because, you know, first of all, I'm tired of everybody, you know, me having to prophesize what Amazing Red is, whatever the case right. may be. But I'm glad that he did that because this was when he was a kid. A kid. And we're talking about 12. Like, I even heard stories where you hear like the Cody Rhodes, um, even Ray, who says, yo, I've seen your videos. And yeah. I want, you know, I, I emulated those videos. Jeff Hardy too. Jeff Hardy. The he same tried thing. to do the standing yeah. shooting star, almost broke his neck. Yeah, like, exactly. He read through it years ago. So, um, so yeah, so, um, these guys that stood with it, my, 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 like, you know what I mean? The guys I came in the game with and Quiet Storm is in Japan right now, just tearing Noah apart. He's another, Noah. Yeah, another guy who I, I'm, I'm waiting to see to come back to HOG. I, I, yeah, I, he's, I, he's like, he came out here for a couple of months and yeah. then he seen that the work, they were not giving him, like, he was hard for him to get work out here. And he's yeah. like, Brian, I'm out of here. Yeah, Quiet Storm is another he guy. He said, that's nah, I'm going to go sign a long contract under, in Japan and I'm not coming back. Yeah. Absolutely. He's one of the best ever. This guy is really talented. And, um, so what happened was, um, they were always, really um into this whole wrestling thing and i wasn't i was just wanted to be around them those are my friends so like when they when we first got started getting trained by um mikey whiprack um they were invested in like you know what i mean they was like working anywhere to pay mikey to be able to train i was not i was not giving mikey no money like even the little money i have like i'm not give it to this dude like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So I used to drive with them or take the train all the way to Long Island to the house of hardcore. Mm. And half the time I had to sit outside in the car, hoping that Mikey will feel sorry for me to let me in. Right. So sometimes he'll let me in. It depends how he feels. Right. Or sometimes he'll be like, you're not coming over here unless you bring me money. You're not training here for free. That's what he used to tell me. Right. So I used to sit in the car outside for hours until he finished training. And then there'll sometimes that he'll be like, yo, tell him to come inside, man. And he'll be like, Brian, you cannot train here for free. But in my mind, I just wanted to be with my boys. But it's crazy. You know what, you know what bugs me out about all that is that you, you, there's only a handful of dudes that I know that live the street life, but yet have this other life that nobody would understand. Hmm. Like, uh, you know, I have boys who, you know, lived the, you know, lived the street life, was doing a hustling, but wanted to be a painter or an artist. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about rap game shit because everybody would want to do that or be a ball player, you know, or, or want to be in the game. And being a hit the street, but yet are doing uh, uh auditions for movies. Yeah. I for a guy like you to be in the street and it says, yo, I'm gonna be a wrestler. Nobody it, that's not something that a lot of people would And fancy. especially in the streets. Yeah, in the streets. Yeah, Nobody talking about, right? It's like, nigga, you wanna be ultimate warrior? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but that you know, the 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 sad part about it is that I used to try to hide that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. like when I was a kid, I I've been watching wrestling since I was four years old. And my mother tells me that that's the only thing that I used to pay attention to. Like, I was one of those kids that didn't want to stop running around. I was so hyper and just being bad and being bad. But when wrestling came on Saturdays, I used to sit down and pay attention to the whole right. thing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so when I got older, uh, like when I started with these guys and stuff like that, when I, when I didn't want to do it no more, like I'm like, I'm just running around with these guys being a wrestler. Like even I was 
in ROH and CZW and traveling to Puerto Rico and wrestling for Vete Quiñones and, and, um, wrestling in Takamishinoku's dojo and yeah. doing all this great stuff and wrestling that, that, that it was a dream of mine to do. You didn't appreciate it. Nah, man. I wanted to go back to the block. I wanted to go hang out on the streets. Yeah. Crazy, it was, right? it was crazy. And, and, and to be honest, did I tell you the XPW story? No. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Come on, you're getting everything out of me. Yeah, yeah. Let's this go, is actually, let's you gotta go. be a shoot, man. Wait for Rob Feinstein. Where you at, man? Come on, let's do it. Come I'm on, let's, for my shit. let's do on, it. Look man. at you. We're doing it. That's, yo. that's why I said, fuck with me, sir. Yeah, this is <laughs> Yo, so, um, right, I did, um, I did, um, XPW. Well, what happened was there was a show in the Elks, right? Right. And, um, these XPW's guys. XPW's the one that's out of, um, out of Cali. Cali. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, um, at the time, they were like the next ECW. And they had like the, they had to deal with MTV and all that. Yeah. Thing. And, uh, Shane Douglas was running the, right. The, right. The, um, storylines and stuff like that. So what happened was, was, um, uh, something happened. You know, uh, what's this guy's name from WWE? That he does the, the dance, the black dude, the dreads? Uh. Truth? Oh, uh, R-Truth. R-Truth. Oh, uh, right. K-Quick. K-Quick. Well, he's K-Quick at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think that he was an XPW, was it? Yeah, he All right. So he was playing like a Panther he was like gimmick. He was doing the TNA stuff before they did all that stuff. All right. So I, I think it was him. Well, somebody, there, there was a, like a Panther gimmick. Uh, Black Panther kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I think that he was the leader of it or it was somebody, I don't know if it was him, but somebody, uh, uh, no-showed. Right. And they, they was do, uh, debuting in, uh, ECW Arena. So they called me and they're like, look, there's an opening for you if you want to come. So what I did was I, I, at the time I was living in my aunt's house. Um, I was probably like 17 or something. I was living in my aunt's house, 18. And, um, I got my gear and then I drove to Philadelphia that night. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I get to the hotel and I meet, uh, I think the owner's name is something black, Jack Black, something like that. So they're all in the, um, in the lobby, Shane Douglas, all the ill wrestlers. And mind you, I'm, pff, I don't know if you ever seen that XPW video when I'm wrestling. I'm like 116 pounds. Yeah, you were, you, you little, were, little. You were a young boy. Yeah, and they were all big. So when I went, you know, Had I gave everybody. Yeah, on? Yeah, do <laughs> So I, when I went, I gave all of them the hand, right? And then this was crazy. So that's when I met 666 at Halloween. Mm. That's who, they were the tag team champions. Right. And, they, they like, they, they, they got cool with me quickly because I was talking Spanish. Mm. Everybody's no, nobody's Spanish there. Right. So they the tag team champions and I go in and I do this intentionally. Of I course, go as, as well as you I, Absolutely. So I start talking Spanish. It was over. They were like, come over here. And we we're just bugging out for hours before our match. Mm. So, um, I went in there in my mind. I'm like, well, I got to tear this up, man. XPW is doing their thing. They could probably, you never know what could happen. They could try to bring me to Cali or whatever. So what happened was, um, we went, we took the whole show. We stole the show. It was crazy. Mm. I, I knew it was so good. This one, I knew that it was real good, that it felt good. When I finished my match and I was walking, <laughs> when I opened the curtain, Shane Douglas was standing right there. Damn. And he put his hand out and he said, how you doing? My name is Shane Douglas. I said, I just met you this morning. Like, you know what I'm saying? In the lobby, my nigga. Like, I just met you. He gave me, he said, my name is Shane Douglas. I said, I know, I know who you are. Cause when I was younger, I used to be a super ECW fan. Right. And Shane Douglas was my favorite wrestler in ECW. Right. You know what I mean? So for him to come and give me the hand and be like, yo, and I, he said, look, I have, a, I have a lot of plans for you. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. Don't, it's all good. So I leave a week later, I get a phone call from, uh, uh, somebody from XPW saying that they wanted me to move to California and they wanted to give me a contract. Wow. And I had to turn it down because I was turning myself in to do nine months in jail. Damn. But I didn't tell them that. Like, I, I don't know why I didn't tell them that, but I was like, you know how wrestling is. You know what I'm saying? So I told them, oh, I, I can't do it. I can't, I can't move out there. And I may sign up with my parents and I was not even living with my parents. Like, Damn. I was in the streets hustling and right. all that. Like, I was not even living with it, but I, I couldn't, I knew I had to turn myself in. Like a month later. 
So I turned myself in and I did that time. And then when I did that time, it was crazy because when I came out, the next day I wrestled in Jack Sabbath show. So I don't know if you, if you, if you, if you see the footage, mm. um, there was a, I used to wrestle for Jack Sabbath. I was skinny. Then when I came home, I wrestled, um, the range and I was like 190 yeah, straight no, solid. Starch, yeah. No, starch. no. Yeah. I was solid. <laughs> I just came out of jail right there. Yeah, no, and the next day I wrestled, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was just like, um, yeah. So, uh, I had, that was a good opportunity for me, man, for XPW and you know, God works in mysterious ways, man. And I didn't take the deal and, and they folded and I heard that was a bad company anyway. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they, they they had folded like probably within probably two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was but crazy. um, but know, when you, when you think about it, like nowadays, when when taking from what you know what what you learned from back then, to bring it to your students, your talent, the guys that you have now, yeah. like what is like the most key thing that you want to let them know when you like. Not even ring wise, just life wise. What's the one thing you want to let them know, man? That that. That God loves them, man. You know what I mean? That God loves them and they're here because of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Cause God's the one to open his, if he, if I'm sitting here telling you that it's cause of him and, 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 and he had all these plans for me and, and people are prophesying to me that this is what's going to happen in your life. Mm. And, and he opens this school and he's doing all this and he, everybody that walks in through house of glory doors is here for a reason. And I really believe that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like if I could put like plant the seed or something for them to do something bigger. And as long as they believe in God, man, that's the main thing. Wrestling is always second. God that's is the man, always that, first. That's the man of faith that I love to hear. That's the man Absolutely. of faith that I love to hear, right? I love that. What's the hood dude that tells his wrestlers? The, the dude from Bushwick, the dude that's got his, he, he know the grind that knows, you know, to, to just know that there's corruptness that are, that are trying to snake dudes. Like what's the, what's the hood dude tell them? Um, basically just watch your back, man. What there's, there's really nothing else you can say. Like there's two things you can say. You can say, watch yourself. Cause there's a lot of grimy people out here in this industry. Cause mm. the industry could eat you alive, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you could get hurt easily. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to go out and, and, and go all out for $20 and then ACL happens or your back injury. And then yeah. you're done for $20. You know what I mean? So that's why honestly, man, like, uh, uh, this, this New York scene, this wrestling scene, and I've been talking to Red about it, like pulling all our guys off of these New York shows because it's not worth it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I don't want though. them to get hurt. Yeah, that's like, the thing. That's the thing now because right now, the East Coast, although you said the floor is, you know, we, we spoke a little bit off the mic. You said the floor might have been a little bit open in NYC, but it's a lot of guys who think that they can step in the ring and do what you guys been doing. They want overnight success. Absolutely. They want to have. If, and if you think about it, something like, like, see the people that want overnight success. What's happening to them? Why are they not succeed? Falling by the wayside. Because they want, they want everything done. You have they want to grind. You got to grind. Grind. You got to grind. There's, there's nothing that's coming easy. I don't care how much. Let me tell you something. This is it right here. You could be somebody that's worth a million dollars, right? If you run a show and you're worth a million dollars and you bring in the best of the best, the biggest names in the world, how many fans do you think are going to show up? Where, where, where are you going to promote it? Where are you going to promote it? Yeah. Like, where, where you, you can have a lot of money. Where, where, where are you going to go? Where are you going to promote? Where are you going to do? So you'll be wasting a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you got to start from the grind up, round, yeah. round, grind. And we were blessed to open up the school and, and promote our students and do it the right way. You but know? you know what a lot of people would sit there and say, oh, you wouldn't be where you at if you ain't have red. And you know what I would say to that? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I'll say too. <laughs> so, no, but the thing is, no, but no, in all honesty, no, it's like, no. but even, honestly, even, even with, with that, even with that, it's still, he, he had to grind it too. Absolutely. Yeah, he had to grind it. But you gotta too. understand this too, man. Like, like, Red's my brother, man. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and, and he wasn't around in the beginning stages and I was grinding. I mean, I was training these students and right. stuff like that. And, and you could sit here and go, well, you know, if it wasn't for Red or it wasn't for House of Glory is going to be around without Red. Yeah, House of Glory is no, going to be around, honest, yeah. around without Brian. This is God's plan. And mm-hmm. if I'm sitting here going, this is God's plan. This is, I'm not just talking because I got lips and I just want to make it sound cool. Oh, that no, this big. is what I it like is, that. man. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? No, this is what it is. This is right, what, boy. this is what's happening. That, this is what, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what it is. This is what it is. So it's just like, you know, uh, that's my brother, man. And without, without, what, with House of Glory is just going to go big, man. Cause, you know, WWE wants to get red. Like, I mean, he was supposed to be in that, 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 that crew. Yeah, and, so his injury and then he got hurt. Like, you injured. know what I'm saying? God has plans, man. God does things for a reason, man. He has plans for House of Glory. You know and you saying? guys, listen, you guys have a lot of talent that you guys have already inbred for so many years. You know, Gangone is like, up and down the east of Seaboard has is like his he's being recognized. You got, you know, uh right now you got the tag teams, you have the private parties, you have uh uh wrecking crew. You you know who I'll give you two individuals who I say honestly that I I, I appreciate of what you guys have done because you guys have given them the confidence to make them who they are. Number one is Nikki Heat. Nikki Heat is yeah. like no one, I don't think any other place would give Nikki Heath a chance. And the guy is, you know, for what he is, as in a performer and a talent, whatever, it's far beyond what everybody, anybody's expectations. Absolutely. I, I, and I, and I'm great. And I love Nikki. I love him from early on. He's another one, just like I'm Isaiah that I've known from the beginning that he grinded and he worked and he worked. Uh, the other one is, and a lot of people might say, what is, um, Sony Strong? Mm-hmm. Reason why is because, She's got a lot of weight on her back, man. She's like the, 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 the princess of House of Glory. And hmm. she's in that ring, man. And she's what, been wrestling for maybe three years. And you guys, yeah. and you guys put her in the ring with a lot of people, man. Absolutely. But you have, you have the confidence that she can go out there and perform, man. Absolutely. And, and sometimes, uh, people, uh, you know what I mean? Like, ask why. Why would you put the best of the best to, uh, against her and just waste all the, Big talent. She's she like you could have had a Mickey James versus Kimberly. Absolutely, absolutely. But the thing is that my thing is that that um House of Glory. What I was thinking a couple of years back, it's it's good to have our students on shows and then build have dream matches. So you see how we had the AJ Styles versus Ricochet, Ricochet versus Low Key. Uh, AJ Styles versus PJ Black. Like, you know, we would just. And you just did a Del Rio versus Loki. Del Rio. Like, so I was just thinking about, I would think of, like, what I used to do is think about a one main event match that would attract the fans. Then the rest could be the students. Right. So then what happened was afterwards is like, well, now we got to put our students against the best. You know what I'm saying? And I honestly, honestly, I didn't want to bring no female. I didn't want to train females. That was out of my, like, you know what I mean? I want to just. That was out of your hands? Yeah, because yeah. females is too much. Like, mm. I, I won't know how to deal with them. You know what I mean? Like, females is females. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you deal with that? Especially if you never dealt with them, like, like on a, a wrestling kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I never, like, I, I didn't know the, how the experience was going to be of us training women. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, she came in and she just had some fire in her eyes, man. Like, you know what I mean? That girl was, uh, working hard. 
and training harder. Like she used to train, train, train. And all my girls, Lizette, like all the girls we got, we, we actually Violet, got like, you got, yeah, we got, we got, we got, and, and right now we got like five girls training. The crazy thing is that the school has opened up to, Remember when you only had two people coming? Absolutely. It's, it's, it, it it's opened up. It's a lot of people it's, walking to the doors every day. To join. It's open. It's open. It's very, it's very big. And the one thing I can say is that I've seen a lot of indie promotions. Matter of fact, you know, I, I, I have the Amazon Fire Stick and on the Fire Stick, they have, you know, they have an indie wrestling.net like kind of page and you yeah. can see from across the country and, and even, um, certain, you know, NYC has been. <coughs> trying to get up on that as well which is so sad mm. it's sad for me to say that because it's, it's desperate you're not on that level yet it's like you your business has been there for maybe if a year maybe two and you're yeah. already thirst to try to get to that kind of level when you guys is like nah we good enough that you gotta buy you buy our shit you know yeah, buy, buy the product yeah get, you know it's get crazy. the video on the demand get get it get that's that. that's it and you know it's crazy that we just got an offer from um uh, I think Evolve plays the um, pay-per-views. Yeah. I forgot the name. It's under the F. Sports something. They offered me like a month ago for they could pay for, like to get on AI pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I was going back and forth with them and they were offering me a good deal. And I'm like, well, you know, um, that's a, I think that is a, is a great exposure. You know what I'm saying? But we still building. We're not thirsty. We're not trying to get on everything. There's guys that will pay to be on stuff just to try to get that exposure. And then they're just spending a lot of money because ain't nobody paying attention to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? We working and we grinding. Like I know people in, in, in the industry and promoters that will pay for everything like to other, just to work with other people and spend so much money. And we never did that. And I would never do that. We're going to work hard and we're going to earn everything we get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's just the bottom line, man. We, when the iPay-per-view and all that, people will hit me up from everywhere. Why you don't do iPay-per-view and all that's going to come in time. I'm not rushing for nothing. I want to build this for like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to build this and, and, and cause New York is, New York is the Mecca, right? New York is where it's at. And we, people say that we the number one company, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not satisfied with that. And I would never be satisfied with that. Cause if, if we wanted to just stay in New York, then I'm really just doing this for nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like not for nothing, but like, like I'm all right. I'm the man. We, the house glory runs New York. Now what? What's the next? What's, what's the let's, next? Let, let's, let's check Virginia. Let's yeah, check. Let, what's, the, what's the next step? Let's all right. Check. Now that you ran New York and you guys and, been to Canada, like this is what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's just guys. like, I'm not, I'm not staying still. I'm right. not going to just run New York. Now we're not doing that. That's why we got a lot of surprises. You know what I'm saying? And people, honestly, man, people are going to really hate. If they hate now, they're going to hate what's about to happen next. Cause we, we're not just trying to take over. New, New York is going to be the home. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to expand. You know what I'm yeah, saying? when you and, think about when wrestlers say when they come to New York, they want to say we want to come to House of Glory. Absolutely. Yeah, you want to come there. I remember years ago, ICW was like the place where yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, you know, guys came and they performed and did this stuff. Like now you guys have that stage to. That's what Loki to, said to me the other day. Yeah. He's like, yo, New York is yours. Yeah, it, it has to be. It has to be. And you know, um, I, and I love when people say that, you know, but and then at the same time, I don't let it get to my head. Cause if you, if you, if you, if, if people look at me and be like, oh, he's gassed up, they don't know nothing about me. You know what I'm saying? Cause honestly, man, like for real, man, like somebody could come and give me a million dollars right now, man. And I won't, I, I'm not gonna, it won't change me. Really? I'm telling you, man. Shit, you, Mr. Maserati, man. Yeah, let me Mr. tell you I'm something. I'm going to Miami yeah, every but sometimes, weekend. <laughs> yeah, but you know, um, sometimes, you know, sometimes you do things, I do things for a reason. 
I you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I, and I'm keeping a hundred. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and when, when, cause it's not about me and, and another, another person. It's about family. me and relationship with God. That's and my family. main thing. And yeah. my family, my family exactly. comes second. God comes yeah. first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he knows my heart. You know what I'm saying? And that's why he keeps blessing. He's like, well, I know what you're doing. And I know what you're about. And I know where we're about to go. You know what I'm saying? So he knows that I'm not, somebody's going to put a hundred thousand dollars on the table and then I'm going to go buy a Bentley. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm going to go buy 15 chains and then be broke. Cause years ago, I would have done that. Right. When I was in the streets and I come up and I came up on 20 G's, people that are from my hood, they'll know. They'll tell you. When I come up, I'm going to come up and I'm going to buy a drop top. I, there was a time that I came up and this is before wrestling. I came up and I bought a drop top. I was the only, only one in my hood driving a drop top with a big, big chain. Did you the Port- big Puerto Rican flag on the hood? You nah. Know? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? But I'm not about that. I was young and I was stupid. Now mm-hmm. I was like, it's all about, you know what I mean? I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. When I'm seeing, I talk about God. I'm far from perfect. I'm a sinner. You know what I'm saying? I just ask God to forgive me every day, but I know that I know his blessings and I know the things, the doors he's opening. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like he has bigger plans for just New York, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, we're going to keep going. You're going to keep going and nothing's going to stop us. Cause if you, if you, if you think that you're doing anything to hurt me or hurt, hurting my company, you not, cause you're not going against me. You're going against God. This is his plan. This is his. This is not mine. Yeah. He just got me in charge of it. You know what I'm saying? He got me running it. But there's nothing that another person or another company is going to be able to do to affect me. Like, there's nothing. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm straight. I'm healthy. My family's good. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be running shows. So you could you could feel like you could get the best match or the biggest name, and, and you got a wrestling promotion in New York, and you get the biggest. You could get Ultimate. You could get Hogan. Talk that I'm just saying, like, jersey off and flex. Nah, I'm serious, man. Like you can get you can get the Rock, you whatever, son. Do you can it. get we anybody. Here. You can get anybody you want. And I promise you, bombs man. Bombs on it. You have to, right? This, this is the this is the this is the perfect time to Wait, drop on, the bombs, man. Damn, son. Yeah. You just <laughs> with a wild one. I like, I'm just like, you know, because that's it right there. That's yeah, absolutely. I'm about to shoot a freestyle. Yo, listen, um, so no, I know, no, I know a lot of them are going to be listening to this. No, but you know I, what I'm saying? I don't want to, I don't want to keep you too long because you're about, you're about to rock out because I know you got places to go. People absolutely. Right. Keeps people. hitting me up. Yeah, I was supposed yeah, to, yeah, he, yeah, I know. he wants me to go see Creed with him. <laughs> he got out of the school set up. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go right that's now. That's a Hold beautiful on. thing. I'll be there, boo. I'll be yeah. there. <laughs> but I got, I just, two more things before you go. Absolutely. Things, number one. What's up? Number one, I got to know. You have kids. Absolutely. Your kid comes up to you and asks you, daddy, I want to be a wrestler. My daughter already asked me that. Really? How old is your daughter? 12. 12 years old? Yeah. She asks, she wants, she wants to be, she wants to wrestle. But every week she wants to be something different. Of course. My, yeah. my, my, my nine years are the same. Yeah. Way. You know how they are. They, yeah. Every week they want to be same something way. different, but she asks me for sure. Big HOG fan. She's in the building all the time with me. Yeah. I see, yeah. I see her all the time. She's yeah. mad cute. God yeah. bless her. Thank you, sir. Yeah. She looks nothing like her father. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> motherfucker. So, <laughs> no, if she, she, if she wanted to be like, let's say she's 16. Like serious. 16 comes up to you. Um, 15, 16 says, daddy, I want to train. I'll try my best to not let her do it. Like I'll try to like, I, I was t- I've been telling her. Is it because she's a girl? Yeah. But then lately I've been telling her that, um, that she should do jujitsu. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. Because, that, 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 be, yeah, because she be asking that she wants to, she tell me she wants to do something because she yeah. used to like ballet and stuff like that. And now she's like, she wants to feel like she could protect herself if she had to. You know what I'm saying? So I told her, I said, boxing is cool. Kickboxing and jujitsu is where it's at. That's why that's what I, you need to do. That's why I was telling my daughter the same thing. It's like, you know, Everybody likes to send their kids to karate. Yeah, no, that doesn't hurt. That doesn't help. No, I want BJJ, mixed martial arts. Absolutely. Yes, because anybody she gets into, and I don't promote fighting. 
But if, if she's does, in a if she's in a jujitsu, anybody that fights her is not gonna win. Right. It doesn't matter because they're not doing jujitsu. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I probably won't let her do wrestling. I'll try to convince her not, but if she gets older, there's nothing I can really do. But uh, I'll try to definitely push her to do something else. All right. So lastly, um, I'm I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask you a question. What you drop? You, you, something you dropped to me, uh, your last interview. Then you said, um, uh, there, there's probably some opportunities for uh, TRSS and myself to um, invade HOG and um, <laughs> help you guys out. Um, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the lamp on you. The lamp is on you right now. It's as you me? can see, it's on you. Um, is there a possibility? Well, that, I feel uh, like I'm on an investigation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, is, there, is there possibly some? Uh, kind of window that maybe I could get a, a media pass or something. Let me get in the door. Let me do some things. Let me tell you, Sean, this dude, Santi, man, every way he sees me, man, <laughs> he asks me the same thing. Persistent, Yo. baby. I'm yeah, persistent. but and you know what? I respect that. Persistent. Yeah, I respect that because you're going like to keep yours. going until you say, yeah. Yeah, I'm grind. Yeah, like, but you know what? I'm like saying it right now. Let me tell you, Sean. I'm going to say, first and foremost, I'm saying this right now. House of Glory is officially sponsoring this podcast. Don't pull that shit out next week. I tell you, I got, I got <laughs> Listen, you here. But all I ask is this: we gotta change this whole setup. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. hold on, hold on. Nah, nah. Listen, listen, listen. I just feel look. If we're gonna do the Facebook Live thing, all right. Gotcha. People have to. It has to look more. And I'm not dissing this. I love the setup because it makes me feel like, you know what I mean? This is how you do it. This is how I, you, you grind up. It, you expo- Look how homely you were. You opened up to everything. Uh, no, I, no, of course. But you know what I mean? Like, like if we're going to be able to <laughs> put my peoples on this, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And promote you. I want it to be at least look more, even if we just show this side. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just the whole kitchen, the whole- this guy playing <laughs> PlayStation. 2KW, the kitchen, watching so, Seinfeld. Like, yeah, yeah, so. You know what I mean? Like, let's make it look, even if we had the cameras facing this side. Okay, and then change it up we a little put bit. like a HOG banner okay, back here. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like, a little poster for, for the next event. Whatever you like, want. Like, like you know what I'm saying? That? I could definitely get you I could that. do that. Like, I, could, I, could, I could change things up. All right, cool. That. As long as this side is getting shown, because this looks more professional. You got the, the toys and, you know what I mean? All these stuff. And, you know what I mean? It looks ill out here. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So, do it that way? Absolutely. Okay, so. And then I'll help do what I could do. I'll get you the posters. I'll get you the HOG logo. Oh, we could do that? Then, yeah, and then I'm going to get you some um some of my peoples that own um pages on Facebook. I'll have them promote you in there. Mm-hmm. The Marco. We just put the stamp on it, man. Oh, yeah, I just got to tell Red because Red's going to be like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got an HOG logo over there. What's can going on? Can you get me him? Red? Yeah, can we get me him? I'm probably the yeah, only guys, person that can get you po- right. Yeah, you guys don't do podcasts. No, we don't do that. Yeah, I know, and I thank you for that. I, really, <laughs> I, do, I, do. <laughs> I thank you for that. No, you no. Guys don't. You guys really don't, but you honestly, I thank you because you know you do Shade 45. If I'm in the realm of a Shade 45 Sirius XM type of thing, then I'm honored that you're in the building, man. No honestly, doubt. that's what's up. You gotta get me red. I gotta have a sit down with it. I could get you red. Get me red, man. You know what? We we supposed to be doing something Saturday. Um, at the school and stuff like that, so I might be able to have them stop by. Come on, by just wiggle by. Even if I gotta get thirty minutes. Well, no, I got I you. Got I got you. Him, yeah, I could, I could pack it in thirty minutes. Okay? Yeah, I got you. I bring. But uh, once again, boss, please let them know where they can get you at once again. Um, on social media, House of Glory Wrestling on Facebook, H O G Wrestling on Instagram and and Twitter. And if you want to follow me, I'm on B X L H O G on Instagram. But most importantly, follow House of Glory. You know, I'm HOG Wrestling and um the website HOGWrestling.net. We here, man. NWO's in the building April 22nd. Make sure you come through. Support House of Glory, man. God bless you and your family. It's a big thing. Yo, I'm going to hold you to that shit. That shit's recorded, man. Got you. Ah, absolutely. Yo.
Peace and love. We'll be back, maybe. 75th episode, yo. Keep God first, man. Brian XL's in the building. We'll be back, y'all. We at war. We at war with terrorism. Racism. But most of all, we at war with ourselves. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Ooh, I didn't even know that we were approaching that two-hour mark. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I might as well just breeze through this one quick uh, before I even hit the cock on myself. There isn't really much to talk about this past week on Raw, so this one actually going to breeze past real fast. Once again, uh, thanks a lot for all the support and the love. Brian XL coming in the building, as you hear. Got some sponsorships coming in through the door. You hear that? Yeah, boy. This episode and the segment of Termical Tabloid is brought to you by House of Glory. <laughs> House of Glory Wrestling. Yeah, boy. Um, like I said, make sure you check them out at HOG.net. They got a big HOGWrestling.net. Listen, they got a big, big show coming up. Coming April. All the natural in the building, guys. <laughs> you already know. First, second, and third row seats already sold out. So that's, 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 that's crazy. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, the, he, I gotta get the plug. I gotta get in there. This gotta be the following. He, I'm gonna have to make that, that press pass real for real. I gotta do something. You gotta make it happen. So guys, make sure you check them out for any ticket, uh, it, t- any ticket information as well as anything HOG, all the uh, videos on the man, all that stuff, man. Check it out. It's, it's, it's there for your, for your liking. All things. Brian XL, Amazing Red, all the guys on the roster. It's, 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 it's a great show to be at, man. Make sure to check it out. All right. So with that being said, DDP in the Hall of Fame. I, I don't, I, I, I'm not mad at that. I'm, I, and I'm, I'm actually pretty, that's a good look, man. It really is a good look, man. I, I, especially not only I, for his determination in which he did inside the ring, he remember he started wrestling late in his thirties and became, World heavyweight champion. Like that's, that's an accomplishment, man. And then now with, you know, the thing he's doing outside the ring with his DDP yoga and he's helping everybody, you know, get better, get healthier. You know, Jake the Snake Roberts, Scott Hall, these guys went through his regimen and they all cleaned up looking really, really good, man. So, you know, you know, kudos to you, man. Diamond Dallas Page, man, from, from humble beginnings, this man came up as a sleazy <laughs> club promoter, owner, bouncer and such to, to be, you know, world champion and now WWE Hall of Famer. Congratulations to him. Um, New Day are going to host WrestleMania. Okay. I mean, if I, I guess they find out that they, they really found out they didn't have anything going for them in the long run. So uh, what do you, how do you host WrestleMania? Like, what do you do? Like, I, I remember, but didn't like the rock hosted one year and it was like, I don't know. I, I they're getting a check. It's whatever. It's, it's cool. I don't know. It, it just seems odd to host WrestleMania. All right. So with that being said, let's start up the clock. Get the clock on me. Let's get it going. About to do the review for Raw, SmackDown, as well as possibly slide in some NXT. So let's get it. All righty. So I really didn't have much to say about Raw this week. Really didn't have much to say about Raw this week. I, I, there was nothing that, Captivated me that 
No, nothing. Really, nothing. And I mean, the opening promo with Kevin Owens sitting in the middle of the ring and uh, talking about Goldberg and all that. Their man could, you know, he could mix, he could mix like cement in the middle of the ring and make it look interesting. You know, he could, he could, he could boil an egg with tap water and a candle and he'll make, he'll make it seem like it's entertaining. That's what Owen's done. So I, that I could say is one of the highlights for me as well as the, uh, the main event with Big Show and Braun Strowman, which I gotta say that. You 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 kind of thought that that ring was gonna implode. You thought it was coming, and listen, you had two individuals in that ring that actually worked very well with each other, man. And Braun Strowman, you see that that Shawn Michaels kip up he did? Say what? You go, boy. That's right. You showed him you weren't just like one of those dudes that was in uh, the the uh, the Adam Rose uh uh. uh party people train of love whatever the fuck that shit was called whatever. I, I, that shit escapes me who cares whatever that shit but yeah by the way braun Strowman was part of that shit and uh nah he he that two those two men big show put him over very very well and i i thought that this was a launching pad for braun Strowman as well as for you know future big man fights man it's it's I, i'm you know hopefully braun and Big cast and them, they really could get it, get it going. But, you know, let's see what happens, man. That was a really, really good match. It's like the return of the big guys, man. It was a, it was a good, it was a good showing. I said nothing else really jumped out at me and roll. Like nothing, like, you know, I, I thought it was a great tribute that they did for Georgie Animal Steel. Georgie Animal Steel was a beautiful thing. But, um, no, yeah, nothing, nothing really, nothing really, no, nothing at all. Going to SmackDown, Naomi dropping the belt. It's very great storytelling. I'm very, I'm very intrigued by it. Once again, it reminds you of the whole Daniel Bryan thing. Also, it's also a thing to where that it makes, it makes the win bigger the first time. And you know that it's going to be more of a better pop the second going when she wins it at WrestleMania. You know, she's coming back and she's going to win at WrestleMania. So, which led up to the match between Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch. Alexa Bliss goes over. Solid match, of course. Alexa Bliss takes the title run again. And uh what a person to take it. She's a she's a great heel. She 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 rocks the moniker well. And now with the Mickey James uh component in there, it works. I was just hoping that maybe Mickey James would have possibly been the one to win the belt, to compete for it. Because it, it puts a little bit of stability in that relationship, but I see it possibly being a fatal four way coming up mania for the women's title, Alexa bliss, Naomi, Mickey James and Becky Lynch. So don't be surprised if that doesn't happen. I mean, don't be surprised if it happens because it would, it will. Um, isn't Ambrose awesome? Like, the, yo, I love, yo, that's my guy. I fucked with Ambrose, man. He just, like I said, man, I, I, I always said, man, I compare him to a modern day Stone Cold. He might not have the whole flair and pizzazz or, or, or rugged, like kind of, you know, a bravado as Stone Cold had, but he still is magical, man. Like fucking Ambrose is, is just, I don't know, man. And it, it, we need, we need, SmackDown needs to put more, more, more the weight on his shoulders these day and age, especially when it comes to the vignettes in the background and all that stuff. It's, it's, and Ambrose lit, man. He's legit. Usos. I, 
I'm, I'm starting to believe they watch rap battles. I think they they, they watched um, URL or you know and all that shit. I, I think they 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 watch like you know uh, Charlie Clips and fucking uh, uh, a disaster and all that shit because these fucking guys are looking more and more like they should be competing. I guess some of like summer like summer summer madness and shit like that. That's yeah, you know, they really really do fucking. It looks good though, like they fucking yo, they 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 rock that gimmick to the fullest, man. I love that shit. I'm hoping that they keep that for a while, man. That 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 kind of hood swag shit should have been in their fucking arsenal for the longest time. I know it was cool when they were the gimmick and they were doing the the, the face paint and all that shit. This shit here, I fucks with it heavy, man. For real, I fucks with the Usos like that. Luke Harper, week by week, the guy's becoming even more of a presence. He's so fucking dark, creepy. Uh, it's just, he's, he's so, uh, he looks like somebody who's going to come to clean out your garage and then fucking put you in the fucking, the, the Dexter kill room. Or he's going to, he's going to, you know, he's going to fix your toilet and then put your head in the sink for like, it's, he's so fucking grungy. And the shit is the guy's younger than me. So he, but he looks way older. This is weird. But yeah, he's he's coming more and more of his own when it comes separate from the Wyatts. He still is able to bring that darkness. And I hope they keep it that way. I don't want no jolly fucking go lucky Eric Rowan type shit. Like, let's keep Luke Harper the way he is. Le- please le- leave it the way it is. Nikki Bella, uh, I don't care what anybody tells me. She was fighting in panties. Them shits is panties. Those were zebra. I mean, no, they were, they were um, leopard print panties. I'm shits wearing wrestling trunks. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all tell me. Look good though. Look real good. But yeah, those that yeah, little by little, we're gonna see a vagina soon. It's gonna happen, believe me. And finally, the battle royal. What did you expect? Honestly, what, what do you think was gonna happen? Of course, they were gonna extend it. They weren't gonna just leave it the way it is. They, you know. You thought that they were going to give you Luke Harper? No. We got to have this storyline progress longer. We have to pull it on. So the finish was cool. I think they did a real good job of not uh, capturing the moment of them hitting the ground at the same time, even if they did or they didn't. But in either case, uh, it's, it's compelling storytelling. Once again, SmackDown is way, way ahead of the pack when it comes to the storytelling. Raw really needs to get it together. Honestly, it's just, it's falling by the wayside. It's becoming, it's becoming sad, honestly. So yeah, that'll wrap that up. Yeah. yeah, Let's get it out of here, man, because man, I knew it was going to be a big episode, but I didn't want it to be over the two hour marks and we're just at that precipice. So once again, thank you guys. Episode 75, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. You guys, you guys were great great for being a part of us for 75 episodes man it's it's like i said it's a it's long 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 time coming long time coming but i love it man i, I love i love doing it and this and this is just something that i i'm grateful to be doing man and and, and once again thank thank you to rageworks.net thank you to rich for all that make sure you check us out rageworks.net everything everything geeky movies tv call me when it's over wrestling mma you know everything we all got it there man varying issues why go to different websites when you could just go to one spot we have everything there toys contests it's all there man i mean really man show show us love right rageworks.net man rageworks.net make sure you, you bookmark us at trsspodcast.com 
Check us out on all social media outlets. That's, of course, Facebook, the like and the group page, Instagram at regular season sports, uh, the, the Twitter RWJ Santi, as well as on, oh, you know, YouTube, the regular season sports guys. Guys, we're going to be out of here. I'll play this out. Celebrate your 75 episodes. Cool in the game, guys. Remember, guys, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. I'm the king of talk style. I live the gimmick. And I, um, I'll catch you guys on the rebound. Man. Squash.